0: Hello and welcome to Game Brain, a board game podcast about our gaming group. I'm Ben Mandelker, this is episode 176, and I'm here with two very sexy gentlemen, Woo! Mr. Trey Alsop and Mr. Tom Donnelly. Hi, how are you? Thank you very much. It's yeah. a pleasure to be here. Hi, Ben. Hi, Tom. Yeah. Both of your <laughs> sexiest voices. Well, Valentine's Day is coming up in just a few days All for right. those who celebrate. So, you it know, is.
1: Right? It's happening on our Tuesday game night, which is going to be a little bit of a
0: problem. <laughs> yeah, I think that that's not going to. I think that there probably will not be any game nights then, right? Because uh, unless
1: there might be, there might be something. That's, might be a Valentine that's, issue. Uh, that's done. That's done in its place. Okay, or, or perhaps on another
2: day. You
0: know. Um. If we were if we were really clever, we would have said, oh, today we'll talk about games you can play with your loved ones. But we're not. <laughs> That's not what we're doing at all.
2: How uh, <laughs> lose your loved ones.
1: Looking at the games we're going to be talking about, uh, not- probably the opposite. Like, if you want to break up with someone, but you don't want to have the talk, play these games with them.
0: Yeah. If you want to test your loved ones. Um, but actually, also, not only is Valentine's Day coming up in a few days, but also today is arguably one of the biggest game days in the world. It is the Super Bowl. Today. Super Bowl Sunday. Super Bowl Sunday. Can we say that? Are we allowed to say the words? You know, I thought we could. But wait, I'm so glad you asked that, because I thought we could. And then the other day, I was listening to the radio station for Lovers, Coast 103.5. Yeah. And the late the DJ, she was like, well... What are you guys doing for the big game? The big she goes, game. She goes. the S-Bowl, we're not allowed to say it. I was like, what? You're not allowed to say it? Is that a thing that you can't say the Super Bowl?
1: I feel like it's probably that there's a directive from on high at Coast 103 that uh, we have a largely female audience and they're being bombarded with this thing anyway and they just turn it right off.
0: Or maybe, I don't, I don't, I don't
2: think know, that's, don't think at think at at that's all. it.
1: <laughs> what do you think it is? <laughs> oh, I think it's, it's
2: that you can't, uh, if you mention the Super Bowl, you're in danger of associating yourself with that product and you haven't paid for the marketing rights NFL to be a partner. crazy. Oh,
1: and do you know? The Super Bowl is like Xerox, it's a, it's a trademarked word that you can't even use.
2: Absolutely. So, like, say you're Doritos. If you're going to say, you know, stock up for the Super Bowl, you cannot say that unless you are an official partner of the oh, Super Bowl. that's
1: why some commercials say, getting ready for, for the, the big for game? For the big yeah. game. right? Yeah, or, yeah, exactly.
0: And, and also, do you have... Whenever you watch a football game, the NFL always has like this scary warning, like maybe definitely once, if not like 10 times where they're like the NFL and everything by the NFL is owned by the NFL. And if you use anything by the NFL, we are going to hunt you down and kill you. Very
2: valuable advertising time in order to scare the crap out of you about using the
0: NFL logo or
2: name.
1: Did you watch one of our games with a
2: friend? you
1: could be liable. <laughs> i know
0: well we because we are bold we are bold here at game brain we are gonna say the super bowl
1: well let's be as clear let's or, be clear we are, we are sponsored by the NFL. The game the, will be over yeah uh, concussion doctors of america is uh, <laughs> the second sponsor for us
0: right, yeah. yeah we uh yeah so um, and uh, yeah. if the nfl shuts us down i think actually i think actually we would come out on top of that. i think great, that's, that's could, great publicity for oh, our podcast it's our a good podcast. way to go out <laughs> <laughs> Crushed by the NFL. By the, the like NFL the is players. not has
2: learned how to do this from the, the real granddaddy, which is the Olympics. Oh, the Olympics say that, are the most... No, the I churches. thought you were going to say the
0: music industry.
2: No, the Olympics are the ones who will absolutely come after you hard if you associate yourself with the Olympics in any way and yeah. you have not made a yeah. very substantial investment. And, and if anyone, never,
1: never a nicer bunch of folks, you know, other, you <laughs> other, than, other than FIFA, maybe. Uh, I mean, right. It's the same people, Just sweeter, kinder, gentler. Yeah. The, I mean, the, Those the, people the Hollywood character. Foreign Press Association
0: maybe is <laughs> in the same category. If anyone understands the concept of... It's it's a good look it's the olympic committee <laughs> oh you man know? yeah they really they get it right every time sure do <laughs> anyway so we're <laughs> Back to all our board game podcast board games board games we're actually going to talk about board games today uh we yeah. really are if you haven't already turned off the podcast at the mention
1: <laughs> of the word super bowl which is definitely a possibility
0: well we could have like we could also if we were talking about wingspan today we could have been talking about superb owls
1: I no. love <laughs> I think- that. Still one of, my fav- one of my favorite jokes. What we
2: about. do in the shadows? Yes. yes. Or was that me as. Is- that's what we do in the shadows joke. Oh, yes, it is. They want to see oh, the superb owl. Oh, I've never even owl. seen that.
0: That was just. I just thought that was. Yeah, like the, vi- the vampire no, was, was a, it Super is a joke, party. and
1: then they and then they knew about it, and they oh. turned it into a thing where the hapless vampires <laughs> uh, think that their next door neighbor is having a sur- superb owl party.
0: Oh, that's funny. And
1: the owls are <laughs> sacred to the vampires here, like nocturnal and all this sort of stuff, that's and things funny. like that. And so they they, they want to see the owl the whole time. They're like, why are we doing this? What's <laughs> going on?
2: It's actually funny on the show. Oh I no.
1: <laughs> I mean explaining jokes as always it's not meant to be there. We do.
0: Yeah. You to be there. <laughs> it's what we so, do here. So um we're gonna do uh, we're gonna do like a deep dive ish thing. We're to have a nice discussion about mosaic later on. Yeah. Mosaic a story of civilization. A story of civilization.
1: There are twelve mosaic games, so you have
0: to yeah, there are actually a lot of mosaic games. So thank you for adding that. This one is the one from 2022. Um but before that, um let's talk about some gameplays that we've had. Because um, I haven't been on the show for a few weeks and I've sort of... So you've got some in the chamber here. I have a few in the chamber. I didn't even realize until... You know, I've been logging my games this year. This is the new thing I've been doing. So I've been playing a bunch of games. Um, I guess first I'll mention... I played Cosmic Frog. Have you guys? Do you guys know about Cosmic Frog? I played Cosmic
1: Frog when it came out. I thought it was a very
0: good
2: game. Actually, I thought it was. I thought it was pretty cool.
0: Yeah. So um, I'm not sure what it. I mean,
2: I want to play it. I still also have no idea what it is.
0: Yeah, I don't know if I know what it is. (laughs) Okay. Um. No, it's it's actually this really really cool game, cool thematic game, um, by Jim Felly came out i believe 2021 um i could actually click the link to look at the information but you know (laughs) why be a good podcaster but um uh, came out in 2021 and uh basically oh sorry 2020 we players play as these frogs Mm -hmm. cosmic frogs large frogs and we're basically on this celestial um landmass called the shard and if you we talked a few weeks ago about um survive escape atlantis mm-hmm. where you have this island of hexes and the hexes go away yes that it, it's reminiscent of that where as frogs but metaphysical metaphysical i guess it's like the all the hexes are different terrains like there's like sand and there's there's like Hills and forests and water and whatever, you know, the terrain. And uh, you as frogs are trying to gobble up this terrain because that's what frogs do, cosmic frogs do. You gobble up the terrain and you put it in your big ass gullet and then you leave the shard and you go out into like space. And when you're in space, you regurgitate all these terrain pieces and put it into your froggy vault it's not. That's not the official name, but that's what I've just called it. We know what you're saying right now, Trey. You're <laughs> saying another one, another one of those. <laughs> <laughs> it's like God. Can we get some originality in there? So you put all these terrains into like your vault. It's basically like like I did this. I achieved this. So it's kind of like a creation myth game, <laughs> or, or 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 inverse because you're when destroying. I, when something. I played
1: it, I was thinking like. Is this Terry Pratchett? Is this Discworld or right. something? Is this is frogs there, all the way down? Is this something? Is there something? You know, because Discworld is yeah. a flat disc and it's on top of a uh, turtle, mm-hmm. and that turtle is on top of elephants or something along those lines. I, you know, I, 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 but I, but then I know he got that from Sumerian, right? Uh, right, or or some of those early culture things. So it feels like that.
0: Yeah, and so basically, uh, you're. Wait, base- is this a Civ game? <laughs> no. It's not. If anything it would be like a destruction of civilization because these frogs are coming and eating up this landmass and then regurgitating the land in their own private vaults. And basically the way you the way you regurgitate the land into your vault um, the pattern that you do it is how you're going to get points. And I'm not going to get into the details of it, but like you want to have certain lines of terrain and, and arrangements matter. There's like a spatial thing there, how you do it. A, sur-
2: a suburbia layout of tile. No, <sighs> no, not quite. No, it's, okay. it's,
0: it's hard to describe and it won't be interesting for anyone to hear. Okay. But just know that you have to create certain patterns. Um, as frogs do. as frog, As cosmic frogs do. But along the way... You, the things that you're doing is on your action. I think you can take like two turns, but maybe you can take three turns. I I am, I'm a little, uh, two, two, but that you can use oomph. Correct. the resource is oomph okay yeah. <laughs>
2: there's an episode like best resources in a game i think oomph. we've got oomph and we've got blah blah we got uh, blah 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 <laughs> blah blah from uh greed incorporated Creed incorporated yes. uh-huh. yeah that's right
0: well oomph yeah oomph is a pretty great resource anyway the, the, the point is that on your turn you have a limited number of actions and you can do things like you can move or you could like gobble up the tiles or you can battle battle other frogs and when you battle other frogs, you might be able to take their terrain away. There's stuff like that. Anyway, it's a chaotic, crazy game.
1: Yeah, a, a little bit of set collection, a little yeah. bit of pattern matching. I mean, there's there's it's kind of a set collection game in a weird sort of way, right? With
0: funky art, and and yeah. you, what happens is you also have these card. You receive a card, and the card is going to give you some sort of special power and ability. And then when you uh, like. It's it's going to give you maybe a dice advantage when you're battling because it's it's like a dice chucker too. There's dice. There's dice. There's dice. There is dice. But they're not. They're they're not egregious. They're not. They're not. Yeah. No. They're not. Um, Well, actually, something I really liked about it was the turn order. The turn order is really funky. Basically, I don't remember. It's. I actually loved it. It's like it's like deeply frustrating, but in a way that like I'm like chuckling. Uh, You know, like a chuckle frustration. mm -hmm. Are you? Do trade you under you know that concept of chuckle frustration? I, I, I have a good guess. I, I hope I'm reasonably intelligent. <laughs> I you, just
2: think I just don't think I experience it. I think I go straight to anger. I mean, that's, that's that's my my I've been right doing
0: there. that too lately. So if it's any consolation, I'm with you there. But, um, the but is it the laughter when you say, Oh, I'm screwed? It's not you an know, oh, I'm screwed. It's like it's the goddamn it. Uh huh. You know? Yeah. <laughs> oh my god! This this
1: nonsense. These, yeah, like really. These, I'm sorry. Uh,
0: but basically, what it is is that there is a deck of cards, and um, and each and, and the, the deck of cards is basically they're all like you're it's like blue player, green player. That's something not quite like that. I think actually it might just say something like that. Like if you're blue, I'm yellow, Tom's green. I'm blue frog. There'll be like ten blue cards, ten yellow cards, ten green cards, something like that. Oh, okay, okay. And you shuffle it up. And then you draw from the top of the deck, and whichever card comes up is the turn. So you never know when your next turn is, but you're going to get an equal number of turns, but right. you never know what's going to happen. And it is hilarious, because you you can set up this amazing plan, and then you just sit there, and you're like, oh. But then you're also like, but I'm going to get my revenge, because I'm going to get a bunch in a row. And then you're like, wait, no, I guarantee you. I only have three cards in this deck and you guys all have 12, you know, and it's like really funny, you know, that's right.
1: Um, It's not really turn order. It's really actually uh, action timing is more. Right. Yeah. yeah,
0: So I thought that was really clever and interesting. One of the things, though, is that in that deck, there's like a a time that comes where you basically have a, a choice to with your special power. You can turn it in and get a new one. Um, But if you want – you're actually almost like compelled to do that unless you spend oomph to hold on to your special power. And what happens is if you're not managing your oomph well, you spend all this time excited to use your special power, and then all of a sudden, it's gone again. It's gone.
1: Yep. So he's lost their mojo. What did you think at the end of the day? Because I was like – I was real I admired the game more than I enjoyed it. Bingo. Do you know what I mean?
0: Bingo. Um we first of all we played a three player game. It was Jordan, friend of the podcast, mm. Jordan and his very lovely fiance, Gigi. The three of us played uh i don't know if at three players if that's the ideal player count if you want to have like a whole bunch of people i think it goes up to six where you want to have like a royal rumble
1: it might be better at a chaos level like,
0: yeah where it's so chaotic you just like give yourself yeah. over to it i wonder if at three players
1: cosmic encounter then it becomes right it becomes, yeah you know, a little
0: bit cosmic better. frog encounter but i think that like at three players i almost think i had too much hope uh that I could like do the, the things chaos. that I could do. Yeah. Like I, cause basically what happened was it all was starting off nicely. I was gathering <laughs> my lands. I had all these lands. I put it into my vault. I had like several tiles in my vault. It was beautifully patterned. And I was you're like, you're ready to regurgitate. I was like, I was making everything was nice. And I was okay. like, this is great. I'm making everything great. And then um, Jordan came along and he, he just basically destroyed. He basically beat me up he took everything out of my gullet and then he took everything out of my vault except for maybe like one tile. And it was one of those moments where I was like, I know this is the nature of the game. It's chaos. (laughs) It's things are, you're supposed to be attacking each other. Thing, people have things, people lose things. It goes back and forth. But in that moment where I'm like, Okay, I'm I'm like sort of gaining, learning the ropes, and I was like, oh, everything I've just been doing is now completely destroyed, and now Jordan has all of it, and now he's actually sort of unassailable, and the power I have does not give me any sort of like recourse, ad- advantage yeah. to get that back. Mm-hmm. It was frustrating.
1: You know, and especially when somebody like Jordan does that too, because he's just insufferable, <laughs> just really
0: the worst. He's just so he's so so deeply rude just, all the time. Oh, he's like, like just
1: spitting in your face when he does it too. It's just no, Jordan is actually a sweetheart. He's like actually so. like
0: deeply polite and yes. very nice. And he's but, like,
1: are you, are you? He'll check in with you and see if you're doing okay outside of the game. And I'm like, wow, he does do that. That's awesome. But
0: he will also take all your terrain out of your oh, frog vault. No, brutal. Um, so Jordan that, Jordan's a lawyer. He knows how to make you feel good. He does when he's well, doing he's like a you. Well, he's, he's like very nice, but he's also a killer. He's a killer. Like, he, yeah, he, he'll yes. go in there. And he'll, no,
1: when he says, when he says, hey, are you doing all right? I just want to check in with you. That's the equivalent <laughs> of hoping this letter finds you well. You owe us seven hundred thousand dollars.
0: Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's but it, either way, um I uh, I thought I'm sorry like, you felt
2: bad, Ben.
0: Thank you, Trey. I'm sorry your frog experience wasn't. It was it was I, I was like, "Tom, It was good, Trey. It was really good." Yeah. That's It's <laughs> called empathy. And yeah, I think it's um, called an imitation. <laughs> but I I I had this really weird reaction where when it was done, I was like I was like, "Okay, that was the one undone for me." But then oddly enough, I was like I would be down to play this at six player, like where it's where there's so much chaos that you don't six get player. Wow. Okay. Where the where there's so much chaos, you don't start to think to yourself like, oh, I'm starting to build something and you just knocked it down. It's more like, oh, let's just go at each other and get whatever scraps we can get. Right. I don't know.
1: Yeah, I, I, I would play it again for sure. I, I, I had the reason I haven't is because I didn't I didn't love it. Same. You know what I mean? It's not going to be a top priority to play it at 6. But it is just – it's so wacky that some of the decisions – and it isn't just the theme decisions, the graphic decisions, the names of things. The game does play a little different than other things. Yeah, you know, even the design of it is a little is a little different. So,
0: there's yeah. I feel like there's like intelligence in the design. Oh yeah, like I see the I saw the rules. So you I'm like, in this is design? really cool intelligence design. Yeah, yeah. Good. <laughs> but but we almost we almost need a word for that because I think that comes up all the time. Of like,
2: hey, this was a good game. We really should play it again, but it didn't reach that. Oh, I can't wait to play it again. Moment, and so it's just not quite meeting that threshold. So it, it in fact it means it'll probably never get played again, or it's it's highly unlikely. Whereas I think there's other when games... Have, when you have
1: a big collection, that's true. Yeah, but like, yes.
2: that's the situation we're in as 100%. people who play a lot of board games a lot of times. It's unfortunately like, the bar's very high. And then there's sometimes we're encountering games where they're saying, like, uh, you, need, you need to play this game ten times before you really understand it. It's like, well, I'm not going to get there. Like, that's not yeah. going to happen.
0: I, no. I am finding what's been so interesting, like, at this part of my quote-unquote game journey, if I may talk like that, is... I take actually a huge amount of joy really trying to explore why I bounce off of games. Right. Mm -hmm. Because I feel like, A, I feel like I learn about myself. And I learn about other people, too. Like, what is it that is – what am I responding to? What is it making – what makes me tick and what makes me, like – Why do I have these negative reactions to certain things? But it also... It's making me learn about what I like in a game. And and it's helping me sort of home in a little bit more on the sort of games I want to play. And Mm. be more efficient with... Like, you know, be smarter about my choices. But I also just think it's really interesting why some games can have very vicious combat. And I'm down. I'm down with it. Right. And a game like Cosmic Frog, where a few of my tiles get gobbled up by another frog. And I'm like... Hmm. and it's a feel bad and it's a checkout it's a checkout moment take take
1: that as a a very difficult thing to put in a game and make it it, it's a dangerous mechanic because it can turn a person off
0: to the entire game and i wonder like what like is it the game is it me are there factors are there factors is it like about you know where I am in knowing the game? Like, would I be more down with that to happen if I had more reps with the game and I was more comfortable with the game? Is there something about, like, just starting off and and a negative thing happens in a game where you where then all of a sudden I can color everything?
1: You have experienced betrayal in many, many games. And in some games, it sets you off. And in some games, it's like, no, that's totally fine.
0: Yeah, we'll talk about that in a little bit. Exactly, exactly. But it's true. Like, why why, why does betrayal affect me? Or, or or like, why do, why does you have certain, do you feel Trey that when you have a feel bad moment, it's like, it's always going to happen the exact same reason. Or there are times where you're like, Oh, that's weird. I had this really feel bad moment with this game, but in a similar situation, in a different game, I didn't have a feel bad moment with that, that. that I I think
2: I'm with you, like you where it's like, it's interesting where it happens and it's not always clear. Um, you know, when it comes to, like, take that, I, I'm i actually fine with take that in really short games, right? Like, the longer mm-hmm. the game goes on. Because the worst yes. thing is, is when you're trapped in a long game yeah, and you feel like, oh, I've been – actually, I've been out since round two. And now I just have to be the good sport to stick around for the next five hours so that I'm not ruining other people's fun. Right. Whereas if you're playing – like, this as an extreme example here, if you play Love Letters, you get knocked out. It's over. Then you're gonna play another round, oh, or yeah. whatever. A minute
1: later, you're. you're minute and
2: the yeah. and, so like, and that's totally, that's totally fine. Like that's kind of like just an example that proves, yeah. uh, proves the rule. And so, like that's why, like I love a game like Through the Ages, but at the same time, like that can be a deeply unpleasant experience. Yeah. For for people, and I like I, I still enjoy playing that on my iPad. Nah. I don't like playing that and doing that to a friend of mine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Right. But okay. I also say like you know maybe i have a little bit of a reputation as a uh, as a rage monster what? in our in our in our in our you? group but like yes i have those i i'm you know i check out moments like field yeah. bed moments definitely ring higher with me and i also have felt like i really don't have a good reason to ignore that yeah. right like you yeah. trust trust that I like, I like my radar as a designer and a player of games is like generally you don't want these things. If right. there are major feel bad moments in your game, like that's a problem. That's a, how is that ever a feature and not right a bug?
1: Yeah, right. I mean, if it if it is a tension point, right? Like there are games where treachery is yeah. part of the game and part of the design. That's going to have feel bad moments, right? Yes. Um, so I think in those kind of designs, it, you're playing with fire. But I think that's you, you're playing toward a design experience.
2: Well, and maybe like, it, and just speaking for our group here, sure, like we are Avalon aficionados. Sure, love it. We love it. Love it. And I think a part of that is it hits that right length. And yeah. of investment, which is like it's short enough that you can't get too bent about a, a result. It's long enough that you get heavily invested and right. and feel extreme emotions and then it's done. And then even when I have a terrible game.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or
2: someone has a terrible game or someone does something awesome. You mean like Friday? No, I I'm not talking about Friday. <laughs> We're not going to do an Avalon recap, but, but the thing is, <laughs> like, when you play a game of Avalon and somebody pulls this and you lose spectacularly, a lot of times my reaction is, right, well, like, it's like good hit. You really, yes. you yes. really got me. Because, and it's also like it was forty-five minutes, and you're right. and you're over. Like, it falls in that right space. But I think
0: also something that's important too is uh, table presence in some ways. Yeah. Um, it's not to say that if you have like a really good vibe around the table that you can't have a feel bad moment, like you definitely can. But I think that like, if you're at a table where where it's like quiet, and everyone's like really studying, and it's sort of the vibe is a little bit more cutthroat. Yeah. You're gonna feel those when things go wrong for you, you feel it more because you feel like we all kind of have our swords out or something like this, and like and like, oh, I've failed, and maybe it's an issue of ego, or maybe it's an issue of competition that comes out. Whereas when you are playing a game and the vibe is really jokey and fun. Yeah. I'm not saying every game has to be like this, because I know I talk about this a lot on the podcast. I really like a jokey vibe. And I'm sure there are probably people listening who are like, like games game game experiences don't have to be like that but i personally like it that way oh, yeah. but i think that that's i think that can also help offset feel bad moments in some situations um a few weeks ago Dimitri mentioned it alluded to it we played brick and mortar mm-hmm. um and paul was in like a downward spiral like he just kept <laughs> on messing he was just you're he talking was about failing. In, in the game, not just in it. <laughs> it could have been both, to not be honest. But yeah. no, he was he was in the game. He was just messing up, getting outbitted. right? Like probably a million feel bad moments. But I think he was having a fun time. I don't know. Maybe or maybe he was being nice. But like because we were all being very well, Candace and I were being very jokey. Dimitri may have also been spiraling. I'm not sure. He was just sort of silent. But with bad sign. That's a bad yeah. sign. Bad, time. bad time. Yeah, but he's usually pretty quiet when we play games. Maybe that's just a bad sign all the time. What? (laughs) You don't think he's quiet? Dimitri? No. Not really. No. Oh, wow. Oh, okay. So, well, maybe he's just always having a bad time when I play with him. (laughs) He he might be on best behavior with you. Oh, okay. It's possible. Um, Well, uh, well, I I always just think he's just being pensive. Okay. But um, either way, we were still trying to – we were still being – Kansas and I were – Cracking a lot of jokes and talking right. about it, and actually, it's you know, easy to joke when you're winning, Ben. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. But like, actually, you know, and actually, you know, Dimitri was cracking some jokes too. Now that I think about it, but um, that could have been like a really terrible experience for Paul. And I think that he emerged with the vibe of like, "Ooh, I just, I bit it. I bit it. Wasn't that funny?" No, I could be completely misspeaking. He's probably listening, and being like, "No, I was traumatized by that." But right, right, <laughs> it, seemed right. like he, I, it seemed like he. It seemed like a I, good vibe helped. Too. I mean I think we have to recognize and that is a good vibe generally speaking.
1: Yeah, the when we have a bad vibe time, when we when we have like a bad experience, um in isolation, we can't really necessarily judge it on the game because we walk into every game with baggage that we've had from the day, from the week, from <laughs> the month. I don't know what you're talking about. And things about. like that.
2: Um, um, oh, we all do
1: it, right? Some do it more. Some more than it, others, like, Some yes. wear it on the sleeve. Some hide it deep inside in a, in a place yeah. that no one can access. But we all, we all do. Um, that said, I still think at the end of the day, over time, you can start to judge that, oh, why does this – uh, negative experience tend to hit me harder than this. Yeah, and a lot of times it's expectation. It's the it's the setup. I would say that in a game like Brick and Mortar, you're expecting to to buy a little shop and to try and make it profitable, That's, and to buy yeah. another little shop and make it profitable. It's an economic game. I might fail. I understand that, but you don't really expect to be constantly kicked in the in in the gut. Dominant Species is a famous game for for me and for for Trey as well, in which the game, like, five-sixths of the game are working really hard to to build your species up and to survive and to make it happen. Really
2: good, solid Euro game. Amazing. And, and then this
1: <laughs> one element comes in where all of a sudden somebody's like, all right, uh, you get to kick three out of five people at the table in the balls. Who yeah. are you going to kick? And I'm just like, what? (laughs) Wait, what?
0: Yeah, I think that's true. I think that there is, I think with almost any form of entertainment, there's kind of a, there's like an unspoken pact with the audience. Like, this is what this this is going to be, and like some some like movies may intentionally subvert that. Be like, oh, right. you thought it was this, and it's that. Yeah. But like, there are a lot of really bad movies that are like, we made this pact with you that this is the experience you're gonna be getting. But this is by by a lot of subconscious or subtle things: music, tone, dialogue. Yeah, this is what you're in for. And then when those pieces of art, movie, game, maybe even music or whatever, sort of betray that, yeah, you're left. And we have less tolerance kind of for that, too. Yeah. I mean, like we're,
2: we're in an era where people want to be able to consent to the experience they're about to. Yeah. Like, know what you're getting into. And Dominant Species is a beautiful design. There's no question that it's a,
1: a beautiful design. But that one issue is a problem for I me. thought I was playing yeah. one
2: game. Yes. And then suddenly I'm playing an, I'm playing another. When
1: you go in and yeah. play Dune, <laughs> I know a little bit about the Dune world. I got to expect some shenanigans are going to be coming my way. Yeah. Right. When you play Diplomacy... Every time you play the first game of Diplomacy, everyone says, all right, just look around the room, write a little note to the people that you're about to play the game with, just so you remember why you were friends with them before uh-huh. you played this game. Yeah. Because it's all going to change. Right. Yeah. Right? There there are, there, are games where they're definitely like, okay, this is a mean-spirited game. This is There is going to be some fisticuffs going on in here. Gird your loins. And it has a definite change in the way you perceive and accept yeah, uh, targeted aggression, etc.
0: And I think that's why I find it really interesting to talk about, like, or try to explore why things hit me the wrong way. Mm-hmm. Because I feel like the better understanding I have, the better mindset I can go into a game of uh, not only the the games that I want to play, but if I'm going to play a game yeah. that's like not my vibe, I can accept it for like, I like, you know what, Ben, this is not going to be your vibe. Be chill about it. And right. I, you
2: didn't know that Cosmic Frog was the I drink your milkshake
0: game. I mean, I actually I did. Did you? Okay. I did, but and that's why I'm saying it. it, it it's weird when you have that, that gap between you see the rules, you it's ex- perfectly explained. Western Empires, the same thing happened to me. Right? Right. Yeah. Tom did not hide that it's a game where that what happened to me, what Tom did to me, well could happen. You I have not a theory about that. it though. Yeah.
1: I believe that because. I had to wear two hats in that game. I had to be the explainer of the game, and I had to be a little bit of the guide for your first play. And I was like, you're letting you're, you're letting, like something, you're letting something happen here that you shouldn't let happen here. And you were like, no, I think it's going to be okay. I'm like, it's really not going to be okay. And I was trying to – I wore a little bit of a mentor hat. But then – at a certain point I need to also men- play my game and I think that's and fair. That is a betrayal.
0: That's that is that is. Yeah, and I, I think that the that's that this is this might fair, be a moment like, of self delusion on Tom's part, by the way. There
2: was really no <laughs> gap the between warm, the warm uh, The mentor. advice I'm giving you as a mentor is advice that's well, aiding that's, my position. The, well the all, the <laughs> all the great <laughs> yes, mentors all the great mentors.
0: All the great mentors obviously betray their their their, their they're two Ts at some point. I mean, Gandalf did it right. Didn't all everyone in Hogwarts just went against their students. Right. So right. Oh, absolutely. That, well, all that happened. Right. I, I, listen,
1: <laughs> Ben Kenobi lied, lied consistently, <laughs> lied constantly, Fair. never shared. Dumbledore runs Dumbledore's Academy web should yeah. be shut down. <laughs> it is nothing place. but lies. It is nothing but yeah. people barely escaping being killed. They don't teach math. <laughs> They don't yes, teach Trey. English.
2: Trey is
0: raising his hand very politely.
2: I want us to go back to the, like, the knives out kind of, like, moment you, yeah. were, you were talking about. Okay, and and it, real
0: quickly, I do want to know. I actually do think, Tom, your point was was true. I do think that that, that thing of, like, teaching, like, that the mentor, two the 2 guys yeah. thing actually could have an effect. Yeah.
2: Thank you for defending Tom. He's incapable of defending himself, clearly. <laughs> wow. The, the, the knives out moment, like, that's a thing that I actually have – I mean – there's an old school element to some some games, like Dune. I'm not forcing a transition here, yeah. But like Dune, where older games a lot of times have these big mallets, you yes. know, and like the mallet is what we're talking about in uh, dominant species of like suddenly, like I've got this mallet and I'm gonna hit someone with it. And then and like this is a, a, a some part of the old school game of like, okay, I've got the mallet, but everybody. Wait, Trey
0: is pantomiming a mallet. I'm pantomiming right now. He's, a <laughs> mallet. He's, he's holding a two-handed mallet. That's
2: two-handed. It's like a big but mallet. But games give you this this mallet, and then part of the game is people are now going to try to social engineer me to make sure that they are not hit with the mallet. 100 percent serious question now.
1: <laughs> Those games, almost all of them, were made by Americans in the who grew up in the 50s yeah euro games are by europeans who grew up in the 70s and and 80s and and so on and so forth do you think that the take that aspect the violence the treachery the 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 head-on-head aggression might have something to do with how they were parented how they were (laughs) Uh, well, culturally, the, 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 what was going on culturally the, in there? The the phys- the physical abuse, the you know the the spanking and all that sort of stuff, and Whoa. and the way that the wow, way that they were raised. Well, it's I mean, a
0: deep take. I mean, I kind of think it may be. I think that they're they're. I don't. I don't. I I can't say, but I think that they're probably. <laughs> I, I'm not going to make sweeping cultural general gen, you know generalizations. I do That's think my that. They, yeah. I do think that there's something interesting to explore there, for sure. Yeah. I don't think that – I think that there could be – it'd be interesting to see what are the cultural mm. underpinnings.
2: Whatever the exploitation is, that is something we recognize as an older tradition yes. that newer games, for the most part, have abandoned.
1: The, the Euro game in general, I mean, at the very beginning of it, it was, it was designed to eliminate player elimination, was one of the very first things they got rid of. Right. And, to, and to mitigate uh, PvP, player versus player uh, aggression.
0: Directed aggression conflicts. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think that maybe sometimes when you add in those Euro elements, it might give um an unreasonable hope, despite everything you know intellectually, everything that you've read the rules, but somehow it's creating a like a subconscious feeling like Ooh, I'm playing a different kind of game. So with cosmic frog, as I was collecting my tiles, as I was doing my thing, as I was building my engine, cause that's the, the mm-hmm. vault creates an engine for right. you. As I'm doing that, I am giving myself feedback that I'm playing one type of game, despite the fact that I, in my head intellectually, I know exactly what sort of game this is. So when that all gets shattered, it's like how I feel emotionally, I cannot reconcile with what I know about the game. Mm. Um, which is a good way of putting it yeah so that that might be one of the issues i had with that game
1: is there anything else we want to talk about besides cosmic frog i just want to move no, i do a little yeah bit no we have
0: other, yeah. i actually want to do quick bullet points on these because we have two big things to talk about in this we're gonna be talking about dune and we're gonna be talking about mosaic as we mentioned but i just want to mention some games i played um i played beer and bread with candace uh that's by scott alms uh just came out i think capstone is releasing it two play-
1: is it a sequel to heaven and ale
0: you know what? It's not, but it's a great companion piece. Uh two player game only. It was great. Really? It was great. It was a great two player game, midweight, crunchy decisions. What does one do in beer and bread? You make beer and bread. Um, it's in sort what of like, era
2: in what era are we making beer and
0: bread? Like the classic Euroy Heaven and Ale era, somewhere kind around of there. Fake uh
2: fake olden Middle time, Ages. Olden, late, late olden fake times. Renaissance.
0: Yeah. Olden yeah. times in like Central Europe. Um like Taverns of Tiefenthal style. Yeah, I, I don't remember the. Okay. I don't remember the time. Just you know, Here, generic tavern. Like yeah, cavern-y cavern-y stuff.
1: We need yeah. a year. Uh, we,
0: we will yeah. not proceed with the
1: description <laughs> Dude, until we have a year. I need 18, to know, Ben. Okay. Why are you? 18, why won't well, you Is just it late tell it, Dark us, Early, middle, late,
0: middle. <laughs> Let's just place it in forty nine on the, on the cusp of revolution. If you say if you say it's in the Enlightenment, I'm gonna kill you. <laughs> okay. Um, I I don't know. I, I will. <laughs> Based on how it looks, beer bread. Okay, great two player game. Uh, but We're it's making It's like a combination of like card drafting. The, there are six rounds, mm. and every other round, you're, you have your hand of cards, and every other round, you draft. So like you choose a card, you give it to the other person. I get it. it. You draft. Oh, yeah. And then um, but draft then beer. On yes. other rounds, when you're not, you, there are some rounds. Thanks for where explaining you, your joke. <laughs> Listen, you look
2: confused
1: I, I will, i'll laugh later. I, I will laugh later that was really good yeah i uh, always great I, when you explain a joke
0: it's <laughs> my gift either way uh so on on some rounds you guys are dra- drafting back and forth mm. and some rounds you don't draft you just hold on to your cards so you ha- it's actually a really cool system of you get the interaction of drafting but you also have a round where you can actually have some control over your situation as you build it and you're basically there's only like a three or four things you can do but the, uh, it's one of those, are you going to use your card to gain resources? Or are you going to use your card to build your engine? Or are you going to use your card to fulfill a contract? That kind of thing. It's all how you slice it up. Uh, yeah, I'm not going to go into it. I'm sure we can revisit it. But I just wanted everyone to know, like a two-player game. I mean, I thought it was, I could not believe how much I enjoyed it. I thought it was going to be like, this will be fine. I thought it was really great two-player game. It was a really well-baked game. Really well-baked. Yeah, yeah. It was, you know, these are some carbs you don't have to be afraid of. <laughs> um so that was beer but i also by the way i did play flesh and blood finally with candace i think it's official i don't like ccg games
2: yay is it I, it's a
0: ccg is or is that what it, it, is?
2: it is or or a, a C-
1: tcg i don't know tcby L- uh yeah, one of again. us, one
2: of us, Venice. <laughs> no, and I know. I mean, I, I, Trey actually is. Yeah, actually, I'm, I'm not in that group. I, I, I like those games. good yeah. I mean,
0: I've never played Magic, but I had played Ashes. Uh, what's it called? Ashes. I'm still something. sadly playing on Marvel Snap. So, oh, Marvel Snap did not connect. I, I did not.
1: But I don't um, like. I don't. I don't. I don't, I don't I, I I can admire them without without liking to play them.
0: Yeah, and that's why. And, I'm at. That's uh, where and I'm this at. is not a statement about the game. It's not a statement. Of, I just was like, this is just so not what I'm I'm into. Even though I enjoy card games, like I love baseball highlights twenty forty five. Um, and then uh, I think there's, you know, we, I played a game with Jordan and Paul called Era of Tribes, which is a civilization game. But I think we'll just circle back to that later when we talk about Mosaic. Because okay. I know we want to talk about civilization games. The big game, the big thing that happened was yesterday dun 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 more like dune 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 (laughs) Dune, dune, dune. i played my first game of dune with mr tom donnelly right here and candace who was there
1: it was candace's birthday Happy so, birthday, Candace. Happy birthday, Candace. So she wanted to play a game that she had never played before. So and she picked it's a biggie. Pick Dune. It's a big one. It's a biggie. It's 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 important to play at least once <laughs> in your life, even if you never ever ever want to play it again. I'm not saying that's what happened. But no, it was uh, Ben, me, Candace, uh Candace is Matt, so Matt number three, uh, Cassie and Jake. Yes. The six of us.
0: So um I and
1: not not, uh, not our Jake.
0: Yeah. No, not Jake Shapiro. But um, uh, yeah, so... Matt number three and Jake number two. and Jake number two, exactly. So uh, I was pretty reluctant about this entire day. I'm not going to lie. I was reluctant. I... Obviously, I really had a bad experience with Dune Imperium, in case people didn't listen to the podcast. has <laughs> <laughs> nothing, nothing to do with Dune. Um, I also... I haven't read Dune. I haven't seen Dune. You're reading Dune not you? Well, I started to read Dune because I was like, you know what? If I'm going to play this game, I have to – I my understanding is, from what I've heard, is that if you don't know the IP, the game loses a lot of value.
1: It, it definitely is so thematic to the world of Dune. The more you know, it, it definitely adds a
0: lot. Yeah, and so I'd actually – And bought- it's a great implementation of the theme, yes. I would say. One of the best. Yeah, and so I bought the book, actually, in anticipation of the new movie – recently and then i never actually read the book so i was like you know what i have the book there's the perfect excuse for me to open up the book so i've been reading it i'm like 200 pages into it which is about a third of the way through it's like a 600 page book um but i'm telling you tom i was honestly i was apprehensive because i feel like lately i've been playing actually a lot of take that games like cosmic frog yeah you know i i had
1: I, I did it's not also have a, dudes on a map, and we know yes, that you're, you're on a you map. We've decided you don't really love a bank of a yes. practice on a map.
0: Yeah, uh, yeah, I'd had not a great experience with Western Empires when we played Struggle of Empires. I also like. I didn't love that one either. <laughs> um, we're gonna agree to disagree <laughs> on that. No, no, I'm not saying it's a bad, I'm not saying yeah. you, I'm saying it's yeah, for not, you yeah. It yeah. Did not yeah, right? me. yeah. And, you know, and then I, I played this game, Era of Tribes, the other day with, with like I, I mentioned with Jordan Paul, which had like a map component. It's a totally different game. It's not very Take that but it was another thing of like a map, control. And I, have to, I was like, oh, gosh, it's going to be a game that's all about a map and control and fighting. And I was like, oh, God, God, how, do, how am I going to get through this? This is going to be so rough. You hit it very
1: well. You came in bright-eyed and bushy-tailed. You came in with a with a
0: positive energy. You were just feeding good energy out. Um, yeah. Well, um, <laughs> was that a lie, Ben? No, it actually was not because I watched um, Shay's uh, um, like how to play Dune mm-hmm. uh, video right before that. I was like, oh, actually, you know what? This actually looks kind of cool. So was, so I was, and I was already like swept up in the IP, mm-hmm. you know. So like, I had a good. I also was like, I'm not gonna i'm just not going to allow myself to have a, a bad energy coming in i'm just saying in the in the days leading up i was Fake like oh god it. oh god this is gonna be please ben please <laughs> don't don't go crazy during this day um but the the crazy part is and i was like i know how the day is gonna go i was like this is what's gonna happen <laughs> okay we're gonna sit down it's gonna be fun tom's gonna be very nice to me he's gonna offer me a bunch of deals and eventually he's gonna betray me <laughs> I said, that's what's going to happen today. I know it's going to happen, right? Trey, would you say that's probably what would would happen? I think this was certainly the way you expressed your feelings going in. I know how the game works
2: and the way alliances work, so I didn't think it was a... Like, it doesn't have this obvious betrayal thing, necessarily, the same way that, say, Diplomacy does. No, Where that stab in the back can be deeply unexpected.
1: Correct. But it is the game where you form alliances, you rely on those alliances. alliances Formal alliances, in a
2: binding way
1: and then one card card flips up and those alliances are over (laughs) you can do whatever you want and that that is naturally a and i was like
0: i know tom is gonna do this to me but (laughs) but i'm not gonna fight it i was like you know it's like when we played western empires he was like very adamant i go into sicily and you sent me a strategy guide that like the night before and you know my instinct is a lot of times i'm like i want to figure it out myself but i was like you know what ben for Dune, it's
1: a good thing to know like, to know how to play your like, particular faction. A let's bit. let's
0: let's remove the factors that could make me sour. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. like let's let's take let's learn some strategy of what the uh, what Paul and company can do. You know, with yeah. this faction. With Atre- this Atreides. is a growth moment, trade. you, Yeah, Atreides. Yeah, because yeah. I I surrendered all the things I like right. to do. Ben, yeah, don't grow. do
2: the things that Ben's
0: dimly gonna do. So good. Yeah. So um, I uh, so yeah, I. I was like, okay, we're gonna do this. And um How'd it go? I'll tell you. I had a great time. Okay, so I loved it. I had a great, great time. I I thought Dune was wonderful. I think everybody short it. I so think it was I've
2: played Dune. Yes. So I can't generally know how so how long did the game go? Well uh, we we did, <laughs> you called we started it. We started, no, it, we had, we started
0: had, yeah. it came to a, a, an epic conclusion. So we but, were which, supposed but that was not the We end. were supposed to start
1: at 10.30 I get there at 10.28 And nobody's there I'm like, oh, that's a bad sign Bad sign uh, So we didn't actually get started until 11 And then people were like Well, I watched like- a little bit of the video Or I watched some of the video I'm like
2: Okay, full teach
1: time. I, I, full teach. And we we were,
0: everyone was very social. Like your your teach got interrupted a million times. You know, so it, it took a long time to get through the teaching. Not not yeah. because of Matt you.
1: decided to smoke some meat in the middle of things. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like it's disappearing. I'm but like, but it what actually what the heck is going on?
0: But it actually was. I actually think it set a really good tone. Like it, the vibe yeah. around the table was more like we're having fun. We were, it was actually we we're casually sort of. It almost felt like you were telling a tale.
1: That's what I, that's the way I want to teach Dune, right? That's yeah. I think the way to teach Dune is to tell a story. And in that story, <laughs> sure, you're letting okay. people know, you know, the the way the, the way the game works. Um Yeah. And the teach took about an hour uh because there were some interruptions and it's a long teach. There's and a meat. lot you need to know.
0: There's meat. There, was, there was smoke. There was, yes, meat there that was, was smoking meat. and Uh
1: and then we played from noon until five forty five. Uh yeah. Actually to six. Yeah, no, five forty five. Five forty five. Yeah. Um, noon to five forty five um and in that game i uh, realized at around 445 that there would not be a winner we would not we would not get to the conclusion and so uh and, and i got a sense that certain other people were planning some shenanigans and i was like me? that is yes ben big time <laughs> but not against you <laughs> what not against you though well actually you ended up being well,
0: against me well because exactly. i was shenaniganed against correct
1: exactly right so they were they were they were co Anti-shenanigans. Uh, and <laughs> well,
2: then, it's
1: and, a yeah, game
0: yeah. that lends itself and, to
2: shenanigans. And so
1: I said, you know what? I'm going to make sure what I want to do is I want to create a poo-poo platter of all the different things that can happen in a Dune game. Oh, so I'm going to do some yours, shenanigans uh, too. I, oh,
0: so it was out of service for us. It was like a, well, it, it like a it, Tali it plate. I saw that the game was going to end,
1: and I said, "Why not let's let's let's, sure. throw some, let's throw some chaos in here and have some fun?"
0: So just just to back it up here, so uh, Tom was playing the Benny Jesuit which is a faction. It's not a person, by the way. when We played Dune Imperium. I thought Benny Jesuit was a person
2: named, named <laughs> Benny
0: Benny Jesurit. <laughs> so uh, it's Benny Jesuit Betty, awesome.
2: Betty's definitely like a theater agent in New York, right?
0: Yeah, Listen, Betty. the world of the, wait, the world of Dune has central characters named Paul and Jessica. It is not crazy that there could be a Benny in the mix, right? Right. Hey, there's yeah. a someone named Duncan.
1: Yeah, hey, uh, you know, uh, you uh, you're not allowed to use a poison weapon. You know that, right? In here.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Come to Dune. It's oh, nice. Hey, there's a There's sand hey. runs. <laughs>
2: Absolutely. It's the Sopranos.
1: Hey, I'm gonna. You know, I'm gonna go down there with you. You know, just to. Just an advisor. Who okay? I would, I love the advisor. idea
0: of like bookie sci-fi. But um <laughs> so uh uh so Tom is Benny Gesserit, which for people who don't know like the, the the lady the the pro- prophetic ladies of the Dune universe who Space nuns. Sp- space nuns. So he can, Tom comes he arrives, he has about like a hundred or more fortune cookie size little cutouts that he'd printed out. With little sayings on them, uh, subtle threats. Like he'll suddenly be like, "Oh, I have a prophecy," and he gives you this fortune cookie pa- paper, and it says something like, "The Benny Gesserit, see all" or something like that, or, or know
1: what you're doing, or or watching you. But some or, of them,
0: the ones since I was playing uh, Paul Atreides, the Atreides, Atreides. Um. Uh. Tom was ha- sending me little deals on these piece of paper because in this game you can make secret deals. You oh, can exactly, You're
2: covering your communications by
0: the <laughs> nonsense. But it actually wasn't. I mean, it wasn't I'm sending, even. I'm
1: sending Benny a uh, little le- legitimate Benny Jesuit quotes to people sure. too. Yeah. I'm sending th- things like the the spice that the sisters are next to is is ours. Do not tread on that sand. And... Some
0: solid LARPing, right? Yeah. That he is was, uh, it was. I mean, it was very funny. It was very funny. It was, funny. It was ridiculous. But Did funny. you do
1: the costume? No, I didn't. I didn't have to do the costume, okay. but but I definitely did the ch- ch- home charity. Please, he was definitely for
0: the- he was definitely living up to his most nunniest self. <laughs> but um, uh, so I my role, uh, my faction was that there is an auction, and and no one gets to see what the cards are, but I can see what the cards are. And so Tom s- sort of sent me a thing, basically saying, "Hey, I'll give you some, I'll give you some spice, spice. if you can signal subtly." that like i'm looking for this i'm looking for defense i'm looking at whatever like scratch your nose if that's what this card is so i'm like okay your
1: fingers on the table if this card comes up i was like
0: you know what i'm gonna i'm gonna work with tom i was like i'm gonna work i know this deal is probably more advantageous (laughs) to him than it is to me i know this will probably bite me in the end but i'm gonna do this because i i'm new at this game and i think i'd rather have tom as an ally than as an enemy you learned your lesson in Western Empires.
1: Who, wait, who gave you more money than anybody in the in in that game? I gave you a ton of money.
0: You did. You gave me. You gave me. Oh, by the way, and I just want to add one thing about the rule with sure. the spice. Uh, yeah. With the spice harvest, uh, people online said that you should put the bribe in front of the shield. That's how you attract the bribes. That's a good idea. So, just letting you know for anyone listening who understands what that even means. But um, so to, so so I'm working with Tom, and at one point. When the sand room comes up, when we can all talk and have like little little uh, sessions, yes. Tom, you pull me aside and you say, "Hey Ben, let's have like later on. Let's have like a little fight." And you, I'll put in my my crappy leader, and it'll be like. You were gonna fall on the sword and I was gonna give you a kickback of the spice that I was gonna earn from it. When
1: you when you kill a leader in battle, if you win a battle and you've killed a leader, you get spice for it. And yeah. I knew that Ben's thing, the these thing, is that they're generally hurting for spice. They got good powers and they have good leaders and they're they're good at combat, but if they're if they have no spice everybody's fighting at half strength it's a, it's a bad bad situation yeah. so i wanted to f- figure out a way to make him money and i came up just with this just looking
0: out for ben so i came so up with working. this scheme
1: but it didn't end up happening
0: so so we're working together okay. more or less I'm not officially working together but working together like but in my mind i'm like there's going to be a time when he when he is going to betray me and um and so sure enough i have i am like there's the main Arrakeen, the main city that i that i control out of nowhere at one point tom you just loaded in all your nuns in there i, I beamed down a lot of people and you did it because you th- am i correct you thought that it was gonna be a game-winning move at that moment or are you just saying that to cover your tracks at that no moment?
1: i legitimately thought i, it thought, was a I game. sensed
0: that you thought it was le-
1: I, I, I legitimately miscounted what <laughs> okay so i was allied with the fremen the local yokels the warriors of the wasteland candace uh who was candace and I legitimately thought that Candace had a stronghold that she did not have yeah um she had made a mistake in 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 terms of what, her movements and things like that It yeah. did something that I was not expecting to have happened and and so I was kind of left was kind of left with my uh with my trousers down a bit in the yeah yeah but
0: yeah and so bit. so Tom basically he he like wiped out I also like made a colossal I think I was so I was just like I don't know what happened, but I made a colossal mess up. I had, like spend all my spice for no reason, but he wiped out all my people, and um, it was just a massive, massive betrayal. But I thought it was funny. Yeah, and in a, in a classic, <laughs> in, a, in a
1: classic Dune sense, you have all of these armies, you have these spices and all of the, and these abilities, and you're getting these cards, and you're marshaling up, and then around turn four of the game almost everything is in the tanks everything is in the on the board there is a space for everything that has been killed in the game thus far right. and you can get them back just slowly you're sipping through the world's yeah. smallest straw trying to get a few of your pieces back so that you can mount a counterattack. and by round four we into the game in round five or six and and uh, round four everything was in a tank like like uh, i asked at the end of the game how many people how many people still have troops behind their shield and two of us had more than four
0: yeah troops there was it was it was like the last round of the game there was such chaos um there was an atomic explosion from a las gun hitting a shield so that sent everyone in and then cassie and i worked together and we had been honestly all we really cared about in the game (laughs) was delivering this like crazy move wherein I blew up the shield wall, which made the cities vulnerable. And then she sent the storm, sliding right through just, and we just, just wiped out tom we wiped out jay yeah. <laughs> and just did like all we wanted to do was And just your plan to them. do
1: that was gonna was gonna damage your own city
0: no 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 the original plan to do that uh-huh. was going to start the storm at arakeen because when you just de- this is so this is so, yeah, ultimate yeah. geek talk when you destroy the shield wall the sector that the storm is in that starts in is not affected but Everything so wrong passed past it. it, so we were going to start at Arakeen and we were just trying to wipe out Jake. Gotcha. And so, but when you did that move, it's like, okay, well, we're going to wipe out Tom too. <laughs> <laughs> so it was just like this whole thing. But, um, but going back to what we were talking about before, it's like this was like you could make an argument. Like, spent all like all this time. Like, I'm new at the game. I'm trying to figure stuff out. I'm poor. I'm I'm de- depending on other people, and Tom comes and just wipes me out. And like that could have been, uh, especially it was like not just a wipeout, but there was like a there was a betrayal there, and that could have been like, I that could have ruined it for me potentially. Potentially, but like I had, but, but you to had me, been
2: properly prepared. I also wonder if your yeah. experience with Twilight Imperium is actually kind of overlaps here, where like you're yes. okay with a certain amount of bashiness. You know, in, in long games. Because
0: the game is kind of almost like saying this is what we're about. Yeah. But also but but Western Empires is a long game. But True. I think that you know what it is? I was thinking about it, and I think for me, in Twilight Imperium and in Dune, I feel like you get to do a lot of fun stuff. Yeah. Um yep. when you're not dealing with the map. In Western when,
2: Empires is a little bit more of a grind.
0: Well, on top of that, like you can't access the fun stuff if you lose your map position on Western Empires. I felt like I couldn't do the techs, I couldn't do all that stuff. Whereas in this game, I still got to run the auctions, I still got to do my little things, I right. still got to use my
1: powers. You used your powers more than I did. You used your powers a lot because you were par- You were partnered
0: with Cassie. You were Cassie. wiping was- out
2: cities and blowing up shields. Yeah, it's like Cassie. That you had do. stuff to do. Whether that wins or not is beside the point.
0: Yeah, and, 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 yeah. and in Twilight Imperium, you're doing your tech trees. So there's like things to do, and I felt like with Western Empire, it was like, oh, that's the foundation of everything, and
1: and the strategy guide that I sent Ben and the things that I was selling him were: you're cash poor, you have to you you you're going to know a lot of things in the game. You need to be flogging that and getting people to pay you for that information. No one and wants boy, to pay Boy, oh me. boy, did he do that? No, but every time you're like, um, I know where the next spice is going to come on the map. Who wants to pay me for that? No one wants. Who to- wants to pay me for that? You guys are making a big mistake. You should be paying me for that. And and the whole like who wants to know about this card? And then eventually when people weren't paying him for the card, he was like,
0: "Jake, I think uh, you you're going to want to see this card." And I'll say I was okay. I actually was not duplicitous in any of those things. Sure. But I think that I was coming off as like a used car salesman and so people just didn't want to pay me. No, it, it it's it's that once
1: you get deeper into the game, you realize how valuable one spice is. Like it is, yeah. it it is the difference but, between success and failure in your next military venture. Sometimes.
0: But people should know also how valuable the cards are as yes. you get deeper in. Yes, so, but the, either way, like it was fun. It was fun to pedal these things and pedal these wares. You, like eight
1: spice over the course of the game, you
0: it. did. And actually, Jake paid me stuff to look at. It, yeah. it was fun to. um, It just, it's a fun game.
1: Yeah, i well, it's it's also like yeah, I think to say Twilight Imperium, Cassie did say at the end of the game. Cassie said, liked
0: it more. I think this
1: is I think this is better than Twilight Imperium. I think I would rather play this.
0: Yeah, I still like Twilight Imperium more. But um I think that they're I actually think they're they're actually different. You know, like I yes, think they're I agree. <laughs> <laughs> yes, there's are sp- set in space, there's area control. Yes. Um but they they sort of I think they scratch different itches for me. Yeah. But okay. um I think that there's room for both. I in always like
2: like one of the things I like really like about Dune is like on a certain level the actual mechanisms are pretty simple yeah but then we have this kind of meta layer of social interaction yes that it can be very rich and like even though Ben's wheeling and dealing may not have worked out It's still a joy to to do that. And I feel like I was listening the whole time when you do it. This is a game that lends itself to role playing. Yes. Yeah, Yeah. Like it's a board game with a heavy role playing element. And I imagine there are some people who play that who may not engage with that, but that would be a shame.
1: Yeah. yeah, right. I think you want to get forced the, into it. It opens the door for it, right? It, like whether you're doing it, or it or not you explicitly or,
2: yeah. or it just exists on that social level of we're making deals, we're negotiating alliances. Like that's where the richness is. It's yeah. not, oh, that was a brilliant tactical move where you moved your two yeah. Fremen in on my four Soda car and then I think crazy the, ver- stuff the like
0: version that we played. I would have liked them to have some better player aids because yeah. you know, the game was so fun, but like there's there's still too many moments where you're like, wait, how many spices it cost to do that and this and yeah. that? Mm-hmm. Or like it, there is like so that.
1: much information that would have, need to be on a player aid for it to be the perfect player aid in Dune, because there's so much going yeah. on. But Old, older games, I, right. also by the
0: way, I didn't even talk about the fact that i think the thing that i loved the most for me for my faction was that since i had i had access to paper i guess cuz apparently in the new version you have, <laughs> so i have like this thing where i'm checking off the who has cards for what i'm like a, i'm like a like a waitress at a diner and i <laughs> love the bookkeeping and i love looking back and forth and seeing like who has what like that was like very very fun for me to have my own little thing that my own project on the side that i was playing with and also hmm. here's something i do think it does better than Twilight Imperium it's it's not it feels weird to say better than because it's not like Twilight Imperium was trying to do this. But with Twilight Imperium, you have all these different factions and races that all have their own asymmetric powers. Yeah. But here, it's like yes, everyone has their asymmetric powers, but it's almost like everyone has their asymmetric role. Yes, which is different than a power.
1: They they are. Uh, I would say that in Twilight Imperium. Um, your your game is going to diverge a little bit based on the based on the you know whether you're playing the Jolnar or Hakan mm-hmm. or whatever, um, but in Dune you are playing different games. You are literally playing a different game if you are the Bene Gesserit than if you're the Fremen than if you're the the Harkonnen. I mean, there's a yeah. really different way to play but the game.
0: It's not a game. It's it's like you are integrated into the yes. game. Differently. It reminded me of just ecosystem. Hegemony. Yeah, that's what, there was more of an ecosystem. And I really appreciate that. I like that when you, you know, like you, there are elements in Twilight Imperium sometimes where maybe you have to, maybe a law comes up and every time you pay for something, you pay it to, you send the resource to that player. But like in this one, there really was a sense that everyone was a brick in a, in a, in a wall. Yeah, <laughs> well, <laughs> there, there are two,
1: there are two people in the game that are constantly getting money. Because the things you need, the cards in the game right. and putting people on the map. And money is game, spice. People need that. That's spice. Yeah. Exactly. Constantly are getting paid all this money. There's you and me, the Atreides and the Benny Gesserit, who are, who have these game breaking combat abilities to, to, to give people a serious leg up in any battles they're in. Mm-hmm. And we're the ones that are cash poor. We are starving mm-hmm. for, for money in the game. So there's an ecosystem right there. Yeah, that they that they have all the money in the world, but they don't have any advantages other than that in terms of in terms of combat. We have all, we have a lot of these advantages and, and so on and so forth. And then the Fremen and the Harkonnen are just uh, are their own thing. The Harkonnen are the masters of duplicity. They have four traitors. Oh, by the way, the traitors was hilarious. Okay, so I want to
2: talk
0: about this. Okay, go ahead. So, for those who don't know, we're not talking about the reality show.
1: We're, no the, we, are,
0: we have it has dropped I got, we have I made got our slap down about, talking about that recently
1: i am not going back there i'm done with that
0: we are <laughs> so we're talking about the traders in dune we have no we've come to an agreement with the traders i love the show tom doesn't love the show we just leave it at that <laughs> and, uh,
2: and it's been made made
1: apparent to me that i don't know much about reality tv <laughs> <laughs> anyway
2: so um you are an expert in reality. Like if if this were a trial, and you were and you were sworn in, you would get, be an expert witness. You would be an expert. I witness feel like a, I feel like
0: I'm an expert about like uh, aspects of it. But there's a whole swath of reality TV I don't watch. I don't watch like 90 Day Fiance or or Bachelor or Bachelorette like Regardless, as they often say on reality <laughs> TV, um, uh, so traders in Dune. Traders in Dune. So like real quickly, when 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 we're doing battle. There's uh, everyone has a secret trader card and it reflects a uh, a character in like a, a token in the game, a leader, a token that you can play in battle. And if someone is if you're battling against someone and they play a leader and you have that leader's card as the trader card, you play that card and you immediately you basically win the battle immediately
1: without taking any losses of right. any kind.
0: Yeah. yeah. It's just like a trump card yeah. essentially. Yeah. And um, in the beginning of the game, we're given about uh, four cards, and we choose one. We say, "Okay, this is the this is the traitor card." And if this person attacks me, I'm going to play this card and and win the battle. And when, at the end of the game, we all revealed which traitor cards we had, and I think the entire table yes had chosen a Benny Gesserit leader. <laughs>
2: Respect. respect i think respect,
1: respect. <laughs> all five of my leaders <laughs> wait were because all of your
2: leaders are equally good <laughs> yeah too. they're all five
1: they're all very good yes but nonetheless every single everyone player t- had one of my had one of my tra- what, i was and
0: what this means is that everyone at the table said I anticipated that at some point Tom, Tom is going to try to attack me <laughs> or betray me and I need to have an ace up my sleep. Mm-hmm. and that's why I chose it because I had like my choices were from the Emperor or from the, uh, the space, space Guild or whatever and I said you know what even though Tom is being sort of a mentor about this he's been checking in a lot about Dune we've been texting all week uh-huh. I was but- like I'm taking the Benny Gesserit trader because he's going to come for me at some point and when you did eventually come for me it was legitimately exciting for me I was like please let it one. be, Aaliyah. <laughs> Please attack me with Aaliyah, and you attacked me, Princess Irulan. Oh, I mean, didn't work out. Anyway, they, it, fun times.
1: It was so funny when everyone revealed their traitors at the end of the game, and it was like Benedictus, Benedictus, Benedictus. And I had had battles with all of them, but just managed to never have the right leader with the right never person lined at, the up. Right, at the right. Never lined up. Um and listen by the way it should be that way because I was the only one that knew the game everyone else was new which by the way I love I loved um Candace invited me over to teach four people demoker and so we had a demoker where four people are being introduced to this new game five people that have never played dune before introducing them to dune uh, it, it's it's a deep joy in my uh, in my life to be able to share which may be why I was more storytelling in terms of teaching the game because I. But that's I the lasting moment. I don't want you to know Dune. how to play the game. I want you to be
2: enthralled yeah. by it. Your memories of Dune are, are rarely, I uh, you know, just that like I won. Oh, I had no. a good game. The memories of Dune are the spectacular narrative moments. Those moments of betrayal or yeah. the shield wall drop. Like and You didn't why, even have a winner in this game. It doesn't matter. It doesn't People, matter you're going to have it, some it, it great felt, memories of that are narrative moments.
0: And it felt like the game came to a conclusion because there was yeah. like three tokens left on the map by the time yeah. it was over. And it did feel like a narrative conclusion. And that's also why I like – this is not to be a comparing or whatever, but that's also why I like Twilight Imperium. Right. Sure. I like you know where it's just your, – your, those games really elicit a lot. And I have to say, again – I was really not looking forward to this. I feel like you guys have been hinting about Dune or outright saying you got to play Dune for a few years. Yeah. And I've been resistant. And I was so deeply delighted by how much fun I had. It also made me be like, oh, I can deal with take that. And I can deal with a map game. It's like, I'm okay with it. It needs to be the right one. Has to be the right one.
2: Yeah. It's also like as a student of board games, which you are like, like we know because we we're older than you and we grew up in that era. It's like, there's a lot of Dune in a lot of other games. Like this was a very important game that you need to play just so, even if you don't love it, it's like, because it's had huge effects on things. Like you probably Uh, don't, you don't have Terra Mystica without Dune. Oh, every every
1: asymmetric game owes owes its lineage to Dune. And Dune and and Cosmic Encounter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Cosmic Encounter. Right. I would say that of the two, like Dune by far, dune probably still is the best asymmetric game i've ever played yeah it had the the depth what you were just saying i think is dead on right is that you're not just playing a faction that has different powers you literally occupy a space in an ecosystem yeah and, it's and that's amazing. why i love
0: hegemony too you know yeah, that, right. that vibe yeah right. exactly. anyway though let's move on let's talk about let's talk about mosaic yeah i just okay. say i look forward to playing dune with you at least
1: once a year for many, many years.
0: Yeah, to come. I will. T- yeah, I was like, I don't. This, I don't know if this. Would you be know, like he a didn't say that to me. By the way, he didn't. Wow.
2: he didn't say that. To-
0: yeah. Well, it's also one of those games where I was like, when I was done, I was like, I I'm it. exhausted. <laughs> no. <laughs> I love playing Doom with you,
1: Trey. I love playing Doom with you. I have to say, I Too had <laughs> I had
0: so many emotions circling around me as I drove. I had to leave to go to dinner, and I had to drive an hour away to this restaurant. And I was on that highway, and I was like. It was like that post-Dune thing where I was like ruminating about like, this is really fun or I would mean, do this differently. But then Tom betrayed me. I was like, <laughs> But it was fun. That was fun. I was laughing. I had a fun time, but he betrayed me. You know, it's like you have all these like feelings that course through you. It's it's amazing. It's, it really is. Yeah. It, it's yeah, a toll. Yeah.
1: By the way, yeah, Ben did pull a, pull a gym on us. He was like, okay, we're going to be in an all-day no, Dune no, no, game. He no, no. goes, I have a
0: hard out at five. No, no, no. I <laughs> My dinner was already established. And I told Candace, I was like, I, I... I'll I'll game with you, but I have a dinner at six. She says no, no, no. We'll start early. So, so I was not, I did not pull a gym. I pulled, <laughs> I was I was pre booked. Oh, and funny. I was and it was advertised. I should say
1: it um, was it was advertised and it and it and the dinner predated the Dune. Yes, yes.
0: So Mosaic
2: Mo-
1: Mosaic
0: Mosaic a story of civilization a story of designed c- by your favorite designer my favorite designer Glenn drover Glen drover um. Why is he my favorite designer? Because you Cause love Railway the of World. the World.
2: Yeah, that's like your game.
0: I love railway of the you,
1: World. You stand hard for that. In I do stand the, and hard The rest for of it. us are the rest of us like it, but we're we're Age of, right? Age like of Steam Fire. Would you like
2: me to do my try to like explain the game? I would love in you to thirty do that. seconds. Do it. Okay, so this is a Civ game, and we were possibly going to talk about like what makes a Civ game
0: a Civ game, but
2: I think the big pitch here is that Mosaic, A Story of Civilization, is a Civ game that you can play in three hours. And that's... And and if it delivers on that, that's quite an achievement, because Civ games have tended to be very long, kind of like all-day affairs, in the kind of Dune category of beasts that you have to devote an entire day to. And the promise of this game is that you can actually play it in three hours. So... It plays up to six, I think. Yes, it does. Plays up to six. Everybody, you you are not playing, unlike the original civilization from the 70s, yes. in which you are playing, uh, you know, the Hittites or the Minoans or Crete or you know different or egypt or ancient actual ancient civilizations here it's a little more fuzzy you're you choose a leader which will give you some asymmetrical Secondly powers speaking
1: you're playing greece or oh or is that right egypt. I, I mean that's greece. what your board says. and that's says. the
2: col- the color is tied to a certain thing it is tied it is tied
1: to a region of the game but you do not your have to place it your initial placement has your, does m- not have to be there it is it's just yeah, a it's, pure thematic I will, I will i will i just just fyi there is an expansion i've i've bought it it's going to be shipping soon that will uh, add the city, the nation element into the game a little bit. Wow.
2: Okay. So So part of what this game is, is, and what makes it like a Civ game, is you kind of start with almost no board presence. We're all going to place a single city to start. And then your Civ is going to grow. And it's going to grow both in terms of like your position on the map Mm-hmm. but also it's going to grow in terms of the technologies that you develop and you you even though you have like a leader which gives you a little bit of like a different power our powers grow asymmetrically as the game progresses because we're accumulating technologies mm-hmm. which give us additional powers and how we chain these things together is kind of like ha- is how the game works yeah this game's probably defined by also what we would call mini turns mm-hmm. which is that um your turn should be short you're going to do one thing of eight possible of, things, yeah. Of eight possible which are actions all listed on, on the turn.
0: board, right and not on a player aid, which, by the way, this game desperately needs. <laughs> which I which I printed out. I saw that. But yeah. I'm saying just just a note should have had it. Player aid.
2: But the idea is like the turns, like uh, the original Civilization older style game would have had uh, a sequence phases. of plays of phases in which we're all doing certain things, and so a turn of Civilization, especially late in the later. There might be a 90-minute affair just to have one turn for everyone playing. Here, everybody's got the little one move, moving on, moving on, snap, 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 snap. A lot of times, you're not, you know, person's finishing your move, you're making your move. It can move on very quickly. And so you're never waiting too long, which is a big plus. Um, this is also a game we were kind of talking about. You know, games with big mallets. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is not a game with big mallets. No, it has some small mallets because there's some scoring that's based upon area control. Whether there's seven different uh, kind of like regions of the, of the map in yes. which we're going to do kind of region scoring at least three times during the game. Three times during the game, generally, yeah, three times. Yeah, uh, yeah. That's how it, how it generally. Um, works out, but there's no big mallet. Yes, there's military, but often that military is just a way of contesting the area control in game. You or don't
1: adding and subtracting from the area control. There, there's there's even <coughs> even the military has relatively little take that. Yeah, like
2: these are little yeah. needles. Yeah. They're not they're not big mallets, and it's certainly not like some games where you get hit with the big mallet it's like not only is your board position wiped out but like your engine to do anything yeah. goes away too that's not the case here you always have something to do mm-hmm. and we are all playing different games there's a lot of uh, i think tom you were saying like uh, this is a racing game to a certain extent Very which much is so. is that a, a yes. lot of the points in the game are about hitting these um, milestones goals. milestones yeah. and goals and there's a bunch of them. There's both, like, developing certain levels of technology to a certain point. And if you're the first one to develop six farming, you're going to score six points at the end of the game. Then there's other Represented miles.
1: by tags that are very twi- like a very uh, terraforming, terraforming Mars. Mars. Yeah, yeah, there's a
2: lot of terraforming Mars in this game, but even speedier, even, yeah. s- even snappier. Uh, like, for example, in terraforming Mars, you get two actions. Like The list of the game is, like, no, you get one. Like you're always doing mm-hmm. work.
1: Correct. And in, in terraforming Mars, you have to pay. You have to pay. You have to draft the cards and then pay for the cards in order to play the cards. Here, the cards are. There's a display. There's five available. If there's one that you want, five ideas gets
2: you any card. And it mm-hmm. goes right. And, imme- and generally, immediately happens. And you get you get some powers and some yep. rewards from that. And so, right, a lot of the like intermediate steps that might exist in other games have been streamlined into. I'm just gonna do that. And Now I have road building, you know. Yep. And it gave, I'm and just it gonna build a city. Thing. I'm just gonna build a city. I'm just gonna, you know, recruit some troops, or I'm gonna build this
0: wonder. And the rules I'm tax and make money. And the rules about putting things on the board onto the map are about as sim- it's like you just put stuff out there it's like there's yeah. s- there's some areas where you can't put a certain tile but there's no things about adjacency Towns there's nothing like
1: next to your city there's
0: nothing like it. you have to be two tiles away from here or there or there's nothing about like i started here so i can only expand to here you just go you just put it yeah, down Yeah.
1: there's no movement rate there's nothing none of that
0: yeah
2: On one level, the map is the same in every game because you're using the same board, but it actually has a kind of random setup that's always going to mix things up and make every every play unique. Um, And it's also one of those games where you're trying to gauge when the end of the game is because certainly like in my game on Friday night, I'm building an engine and when do I pivot into points and I'd say I got that wrong. In the, in the last game, but it's also one of these games that doesn't overstay its welcome. It tends to accelerate. Yeah, towards, an, so. towards an end yeah. and it has it has a, a number of different ways in which the end of the game can be triggered but we've found in our limited play so far is that those things tend to kind of go hand in hand where whether it ends because we've triggered three empire scorings because we've churned through the cards at a certain rate or we triggered the end because we've actually acquired the milestones and tiles yeah of the tiles it all tends to be about in the same place. Like we've,
1: I I think every game I've played, um, I, I felt like one and one end triggers, but we could have been within 20 minutes of the other end triggering the Mm -hmm. other end condition that's right
2: unlike something like dune where when somebody says how long does dune take say well it can be (laughs) anywhere from 90 minutes to 14 hours yes you know and that and and like even then like there's no hard 14 Uh, well there is a hard limit on the number of turns but it it can be crazy in dune how variable the the game length can be whereas i think if you if you if you play mosaic you're depending on your group or whatever you're still like it's a th- it's a under three, three hour, hour game, game. two two to two to, two to three and a half hour
1: game
0: how do you feel the systems all work together cuz you have uh you, one thing you can do is you can build cities one thing you can do is you build you put cities in the towns there's like the area control on the map you also have this technology area you have tariffs you have taxes um you, there's governments that you can build or these races there's like you, you are gonna get, you
1: have a player board that's that's building up your ability to your production uh, capacity your production capacity yeah. For, yeah,
0: so you can get a lot of points for having board presence and during those intermediary scorings you have, get a lot of points from those races. you can get points and so there's there's the the, the the there's all these different areas of the game. did you feel like the areas felt like their own distinct area or did you feel like they were integrated they fed into each other? They completely feed into each other in that, especially in the realm of the
2: technology, like accumulating technology is, is a big part of the game. It's both pushes you in a certain direction and it also kind of like gives you a resource. And all of that stuff is related to these other aspects that you're, you're talking about. You tend not to be like, I kind of played a one dimensional production game last time and it didn't really work I out, I, I would say, but it was fun to explore that, yeah. that space. It's also – this game has something that I kind of like about – um that I like about Agricola. Like, we don't have our own player mats in terms of, like, I'm building my own farm. But, like, you look at the map at the end of the game, the map and – you and I like this about city builders, for example, yes. Ben. I feel like you look at the map at the end of the game, and there's definitely a story – That's been told there. You and you could if you if you polled people at the end of the game to describe what every player's role was in the game or whatever and the kind of game they had, like you'd be able to articulate that. If someone was more militaristic. In our game on Friday night, Paul played a very successful um you know land acquisition and uh area control game. He success he successfully did an area control game and won and won on that on that level. Yeah. He didn't score the most points in area control. For the entire game, he didn't. Yeah, he did not. No. Okay,
1: actually, weird. weird well, he know,
2: did. But- it, he did that, and he also he used his area control in order to to get these
0: milestones, Correct.
2: which were additional the, scoring. It, so you can't be one dimensional. Like, yeah, you-
0: I, and I liked for me when I so I've only been able to play it once. Mm-hmm. Um, but the things that I liked about it was I liked. I did feel like things were were interconnected, you know, like, uh, my power, I was, I had an engineer. So my whole thing was that I was getting a lot of stone. And then when that stone, I had the ability to, I had stone and ideas, which would be really good for getting what's called projects out and projects will get you end game scoring. And so then if you get a bunch of those end game scoring things, then you're motivated to then those, to then do the things that will get you the points for the end game scoring. Mm -hmm. And I wound up going down a path, but then I sort of got myself going on a whole other path. But the reason why I went, and uh, the on perhaps the wrong path is because since everything is so intertwined, you can easily intertwine yourself off to a different, a different way. <laughs> right. You know, and you're tempted
2: good. to go down. You a yeah, less efficient. You can path. get waylaid you just, by your own. success You can't
0: just like flog the same thing over and over. Again. No, and you can, you can. But like, but everything is is interconnected. Or you like, you run out of resources, then you have to take a turn earning the production and. I really liked in this game, how I felt like everything I was doing was coming at the massive expense of not doing something else. Mm -hmm. I really like games that offer me those decisions. I feel that way about Concordia a lot, you know, with Concordia it's like uh, I want want to do this, but if I do this, I'm not going to be able to Senator that card. I need that card so badly, but like I want, I don't want to do a suboptimal version of this or I don't want to do a suboptimal Senator. Like I could do the Senator now, but if I do this, I can get the resources that way I can do two cards with Senator. You know, I love trying to think that. Out, and I felt like this game had a lot of those moments.
1: Yeah, it, it definitely did. But look, when we get down to final thoughts, I'll give the quibbles. Like I played the most of us. But mm-hmm. you want me to just do it now? Yeah, yeah it doesn't to, have to, to, be to be final thoughts. It? Just,
0: no, it doesn't have to be final thoughts because I feel like there's still more to talk. But you can still talk about quibbles. Sure, Bring sure. out the quibbles.
1: All right. So, look let me first start off by saying that I love this game I really do love this game I think it is fantastic I think it is the best civilization game that I have played since civilization really since uh, since, since West Prussia <laughs> Empire something I, I it listen. That said, I have to recognize that, that Nations and, and Through the Ages are amazing games, and I can't really comp- – they're comparing apples and oranges yeah, to some that's, degree. Yeah,
2: this is a different – occupies a different space.
1: It occupies a different space. Yeah, because – okay, let's get into Civ games. So there's, Civ, there's Civilization and Advanced Civilization, and those are the ones that started the Civilization game empires. Right. right? You have games that have Civ themes but aren't Civ games like Seven Wonders, right? Uh, you have games that try to be Civilization, so Sid Meier's Civilization, Age of Empires, Clash of Cultures, Civilization: A New Dawn, Seven Ages. These are all games that try to be Civilization in a shorter amount of time, and for one reason or another, they fail. A lot of times, they fail because they take a ten-hour game and make it an eight-hour game. <laughs> yeah. uh, sometimes they <laughs> right, uh, or sometimes they, they 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 fumble the ball and it doesn't give you that that experience. There are games like Archipelago, Antiquity, um, Struggle of Empires, Roads and Boats, that do the map of the game and do a lot of things of the game, but leave out certain major components of the Civ experience.
0: So I I think what's interesting to discuss uh, regarding Mosaic is, like, does... If, if someone is coming to Mosaic saying, oh, I want to have a Civ game experience, I want to play a Civ game, yeah. will they play it and feel like they're playing a Civ game, or are they going to play it feeling like they're playing a game with a Civ theme? Well, that's kind of what I'm getting to,
1: because Antiquity, Archipelago, and Struggle of Empires have the board the board experience is a very Civ board experience, but it leaves out certain other certain other things. Whereas through the ages, nations and innovation leaves out the board. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Everything else about it is a total Civ experience, but it, it leaves out the board. And there are for, for people that are still chasing the dream of the Civ <laughs> right, yes. game in three hours. Um, that's not quite scratching that itch. Neither one is quite scratching that itch. This game comes the closest to it because it kind of does all of the things a Civ game does. And it does it in some ingenious ways by simplifying things, by boiling things down. Like the tech tree of this game isn't some big convoluted whole phase or whole step. Right. It's ter- it's terraforming Mars. Mm -hmm. It's, I'm buying cards, they have tags on them, which is going to allow me to buy harder to get, harder to activate, more powerful cards of that type. Is it the same as a tech tree where you're unlocking these major abilities? No, it is definitely not. But Mm -hmm. it is still, it still gives you enough of that flavor of tech and of nation differentiation that Mm -hmm. you're looking for in those games. Um, The military in the game is just... Adding points toward area control in right. the game, so it is super super simplified, but it's still there and it still gives you a little bit of that feeling.
0: So I was talking about this. Let's talk about the game with Jordan because I don't think he's been able to play it yet, but he's interested in playing. It. And he was saying that um, something he doesn't love is collecting tags. As a, like, he doesn't like terraforming Mars because it's just he doesn't the idea of collecting tags. This might not be a good and for- I'm and I'm wondering like. This game scratched a civilization itch for for you, yeah. But like someone who has similar taste to Jordan might come and say, it didn't really feel like a Civ game to me. I felt like I was just collecting tags, and I had there was this map where I see a map of the Mediterranean, mm. very Eurocentric view. But like the map of the, the Mediterranean, but ultimately it's just about putting things in, on hexes. There's no not a lot of movement on it. I when, don't think do that's fair. Think, do, uh, that, that's what I'm wondering uh, about. No, do you no think that's
1: this is the perfect game for everyone.
0: <laughs> no, do you think those things would detract from the Civ
2: no, feeling of the, the game? The question, and the thing I don't know, because this, this absolutely is a Civ game for me, it delivers on its promise. So, like, that's a really high recommend for me. What I don't know, because I haven't played it enough yet, is, like, are there dominant strategies it seems like tech in pursuing tags feels really strong right now, but we're at such the beginning here, like is this a well-balanced game? I have no idea. It's a skillful game. Tom, you're playing it very well, you know, and so like it's that's it's, it's not just a random winner situation um at all. I think the map matters a lot.
0: Yeah. It's uh, not it, just cards.
2: No, it's not Faem where mm-hmm. I feel like the map doesn't matter. A, a whole lot. I think the map does matter. We and it, it and in and in fact, like I tried to, to kind of ignore it in Friday Night's game. Yeah, didn't work. Didn't work. Well, but I mean, <laughs> but
0: I think one of the issues that the two of us had with Fam was that we felt like things would go on a map, but they like didn't really mean they anything. didn't they didn't mean anything. They were just there to fulfill card scoring things and hard to disagree. Yeah, no, that's fine. <laughs> but like, but. But the, when the things that went on a map here don't interact with the things adjacent. Like if you have, not that I can remember, like if you have a, a town next to someone else's city, your income is not being impacted by that unless there mm-hmm. was something that, I, that, like, so there's no, no, it's but you're like competing.
2: You're, you're competing for rewards on the map. It's something we have kind of talked about. Yeah. But like, generally, you're, as your your sieve grows, you're placing more stuff on the map. And generally, when you're placing something on the map, you're immediately getting some kind of reward. Mm-hmm. And that's again part of the snappiness of it is that there's not a lot of you know real bookkeeping. It's more like I did the thing, I got a reward, moving on. Like yeah. that tends to be. W- what happens when when you play it. Mm-hmm. One of the negatives for, for me, and then you can sure. just getting in here, um, yeah. is actually there's you can do like eight different actions, which means on the board, a lot of times there's different cards that represent a certain kind of action, and it's a display. So think like through the ages where there's certain things that are available and we don't know exactly when they're going to come out. Yeah. And there have been times in that game where I'm looking at the board and I'm like, ooh, things are really jammed up here. Like, I can't take any of the texts because they all have requirements and they need to get flushed. The game has means for flushing them, but there's times where you kind of get jammed and you feel like you can't do anything. It is
1: super limited the ways that the cards can be flushed.
0: And you had an issue when we played – well, not actually, you didn't have an issue. But there was an issue that you pointed out, which is that there's this deck of tax and tariff things that, you know – can happen in the game, and if you build a strategy around let's Taxing. say taxation, yeah. um, what happens if those tax cards don't come out? And when we looked at the makeup of our deck, because there's a certain number that were randomly removed in this whole deck, there were two tax cards, but like a million. Tariff cards, ten, yeah, ten. and so if you built this whole strategy because maybe your starting power leaned into it, and there are the levers to do it, so you start doing it, knowing that like, well, it's a deck of cards; the tax will come out, and then it doesn't even come out. We d- it didn't even come out the entire. It game. was a
1: weird anomaly because it the was. other the that other games that I've played, the other games I've played were, were much more balanced. But it is
2: possible. It's yeah. safe to say you can get boned by the draws. Yes, yeah, but you yes. can. That's certainly the case in Nations. Yes, yeah. and certainly in, at least in Through the Ages, you know you're going to. Get there eventually in a yeah. different age. It's just a question of when, and you can get boned about the when.
1: Well, I part of it, but there's, there's solutions to this that that could easily be occupied. Which is, look, uh, there's already uh, somebody put a variant called the Aegean Expansion, and they Ooh. called it an expansion, which is funny because it's not. It's just it, it, what it is. Is they said, okay, do you want a more civilization like experience from the game Mosaic? here are rule tweaks that make that happen. Oh, go on. And looking at it, I'm like, yes, it does. It 100% does. So um, the area control part of the game means that there's between one and three scorings where we score the board and it's based on everything people put on the board and in each territory in each nation who has built that nation up the most, who has the most military and cities and towns and wonders and all that sort of stuff, Mm -hmm. right? Who has put the most into that, into that territory well, with this expansion, quote unquote, uh, it separates the military from the from the build up. So you're getting points in each region based on who built the most stuff there, and then you also get points based on based on military. So what it does is it takes military from a. Ancillary, Second, an ancillary yeah. consideration and makes it an actual factor that you have to, you have that to contend seems smart, with. That's smart, actually. Super simple. Another thing is those trade goods that you're collecting when you're putting things down on the map. Um, weirdly, in the game, actually, if you don't tariff, if you don't do a tariff action, there are very few things that those trade goods pay off for. They don't offer a benefit for a lot of things. In this, uh, trade goods is an end game scorer. You're, mm-hmm. you're scoring points, and you can score potentially a lot of points based on that, and that puts more focus back on the board in a different way than than yeah. the other things do, which I think is very interesting, too. I would say that the card draw thing, which you're saying is absolutely right. There are times in the game where there are five technologies that are that you can see that are available to you. I don't like any of them. The person right before me buys one and the perfect card flips out. Yes. <laughs> right, that happens.
2: That, right, that happens. That happens
1: a lot. That happens a lot. Uh, there is a way to do that. This, this expansion doesn't say it, but uh, if, you take tw- if you take through the ages and all you do is the cards slide down and the newest cards don't cost five ideas, but that costs nine ideas, yeah. seven a, ideas, five that would be, ideas. That would be more through the ages again, kind but of. But it's, it's a very simple fix. What I'm saying is, is that th- the base of this game... It's really. It's good. already really good, yeah, but it could cook, just, it could cook and a and little it's really bit more. Right? Good, right? It's super tweakable. Yeah. To make it to make it I, a to make it a perfect game for your particular civilization, and I think and that will happen.
0: I think that will happen too. I also just want to mention, um, just in terms of how the components, I think the game looks great. There, this comes in two different versions. There's right, like a right. big mini, <laughs> a big mini, mini mega mini thing. It's like two boxes and. Every town and city, there's plastic and everything. But in the basic version, which is what what we played, yeah. um, when you put down a town, when you put down a city, because there's a difference between them and a port city, the tiles are different. They have different art on them, and they have different functions. And especially when it comes to those intermediary scorings, you got to add up, like, your, your towns count for so much, your your cities count for so much. you got to add these things up. And when you look at the board, they all look the same. And it like you would not have means, this problem
2: with their super expensive
0: you would not printed but like it's it's
2: very very annoying did they make
0: them all look the same so that you would buy <laughs> I don't know. could you imagine <laughs> but like but tom you had a you had a really good solution which was
1: yeah, well i I, well, I didn't originate it we talked about yeah. it at that at that game like in, in the game we played we, we we put a little thing under them so they built up a little bit more yeah but i just took pieces from another game uh, basically, you could do it with Catan. You
0: right? can, there's actually websites where I think it's for people who are maybe building prototypes, uh, where you can like buy actual kind of Catan pieces, like the little houses, oh, yeah. the little cities. Yeah. I would honestly or just pull them
1: out of your, out of your Catan deck. You could I, do that. I, I would used, honestly buy them. I, yeah,
0: that's fine.
1: I use pieces from. Um, I, I have a, a set of wood that goes with Indonesia. Mm mm-hmm. um, So I have boats that go on the ports in in mosaic now, and I have little houses that go where the cities go in yeah. mosaic. And boy, didn't that make a difference, Trey?
2: It did. I think right broadening this criticism. I think we looked at some of the graphic design and thought, ooh, this could have been a little bit better. Like, at some of the yeah. like the the coins were too hard to differentiate. We didn't coins. play with the coins. We the never coins they good. weirdly the made decisions t- about, like, when it comes to food, fish are five and wheat are one, Yeah. you kind of get
0: over. but Oh, and there was that thing about the fish. Like, if you build a port city, you get a plus three food production. But if you don't get
2: three fish, you actually get plus three food production. So there's a few places where it's visually confusing and could have been clear but it somehow these are more, quibbles but it's but
0: somehow more frustrating i find sometimes when a game is so good yeah then when they have these little things i get more frustrated because yeah. i'm like you almost had it perfect oh <laughs>
1: and the, the the player aid is is, the is not there and is. it's so easy to make the the, the one that does what you needed to do
2: you know it's like but you, t- you
0: got to the end zone
2: still kind of minor quibbles now it's the- easy to see some revisions really just easily addressing yes a lot of this stuff and i would say going back to the point of like i'm complaining about the card draws i still was actually okay with them yeah, yeah. like that was a point of frustration but at no point was there like nothing i could do it was just okay. I have to do something slightly suboptimal from yeah. what I would like to do on this turn. I was never jammed, where I felt like I couldn't do anything. And also, because the game is shorter, it just doesn't bother me as much. Mm-hmm. I'm yeah. not there for eight hours, feeling like, okay, well, I'm off the pace now. There's no catching up. Like, yeah, the 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 coolest thing about this game for me so far, and why I know like it's really connected with me, is I haven't won yet. Mm. but I've had a great time yeah, each time. And when I finished the game, I was also like, other than it was we getting late and we we're going to play something, we we're going to play another game. Yeah. I was ready to go again. Yeah. Like I was ready to go again. And then with those 12 different leader cards, like are those or whatever they are, however many leaders, there's nine, there's something, I it's the same as the number of texts. Yes. Number of tech types, tech tag. tie tag, ty, tags, but like, I was totally Rick. Like, oh, I can't wait to try the general yeah. next, or the engineer. You want to dive and, and explore. Yeah, and like, and I don't even feel like, oh, I've really figured out how to play Farmer. I've not figured out how to play Farmer, but I can't kind of like wait to explore that. Is that stuff balanced? I doubt it, seriously. I also kind of like, I don't care.
0: And, and I, know? I think you make a, a really good point. I think there's always something special about a game when you can see that you're losing and you are still having so much fun you don't care or you oddly enough might have some weird optimism that you might be able to pull off something like in in the game that i played i was doing well the intermediary scoring but i was watching you guys snatch goal after goal and you guys kept on getting them right before me like the time i was like (laughs) out of the tempo and it was but it was it was like i was like oh shucks it wasn't like a this game is broken, whatever. It was just like, that's what it is. And I was like, Oh God, I'm going to get hammered in endgame scoring. But that's also like, that happens near the end of the game.
2: Like as those things are getting snatched up and it really accelerates at the end, like you're near the finish line. Like it's a big moment. It's like, Oh, that probably cost me the game. But at least it's happening at the end. Like that's the right yes. place yeah. for that kind of thing to happen. If you're going to lose the race, lose the race at the end, not and honestly, on turn
0: two. And the intermediary scorings, the way they happen—is that there's the various decks. There's the tech deck. There's like a city deck. There's the tax deck, which you talked about. And there are these building cards, deck. That are building deck. There are these cards that are in the deck in the in the lower half that when they come up, we pause everything and we, we do an intermediary scoring about like area control and stuff like that. And um, what I I lo- I loved. This feeling of like oh it's gonna happen soon oh, oh god yeah, yeah, yeah. like I you gotta get it. like you sort of feel like oh I gotta get something out there. This is kind there. of a cold whirly
2: thing, isn't it? Like a packs thing of like a certain yeah. number of cards are gonna come up, there are gonna trigger the end game. It, like, that's
1: it is a, a packs thing. You shouldn't say cold whirly because okay. it's it's a packs thing. Cause but it was yeah. it's very
0: exciting because you feel like you feel like oh I need to. I need to get one more city out there, but I've got to do a production first. And then you're like, you you, but you, you, feel like you have to be as efficient as possible, but you don't really know how much time you have. And you don't know, like, can I go one more turn without, without improving my board
1: position in Greece?
0: As right? we
2: get better in that game, I think we, like, I knew two turns out. Like, I could just look at your position. And I was like, he's going to end it yeah. on his next turn. Yep. You know, like. And I think, like, as you get better, you'll be able to extrapolate that out more. It's like, I only have four moves left. What are my four moves going to be? Like all you know?
1: like all truly good games, once you get the basics of what you're doing, you start looking at what everyone else is doing, and you're forecasting, okay, this person is going for that. Can I compete with that? Can I catch him? Can I pass him? Is that worth my time, my effort, and my actions, or mm-hmm. do I pivot to something else? And... and the game has a rich space in that regard. It and really was, does.
0: And I was actually very, very frequently looking at everyone's tableaus to just keep an eye on their tags cause, yep. because because yeah. there's so many races going on. Races to get the get the the, the wonders up. Races to get all the, the the things for like the points. That um, you work. You're constantly looking like, okay, okay, I lost that race. What can I go to next? Who? who how's everyone else's progress going? I wouldn't say it was like. I, I was actually the area control is also interactive. It wasn't like crazy interactive. Yeah. Like other games, but it, but it didn't bother me whatsoever.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, for my particular Civilization game, you know, the the one that I hold in my heart as the one that I want to play and the one that I love, I think that the construction of this game is slightly too heavy toward getting cards and getting technology and getting tags. Mm-hmm. Um, it is slightly we not, suspect I, uh, right. that I that I that I have played. Yeah, that, that, it's that been I've, working that, for you. That appears that appears to be the case. Um now once everyone is going for that does that even the playing field and suddenly open up other possibilities definitely definitely could but there are nine in each game there are nine tiles at the top of the board that are each worth 6 victory points which is a good amount of points yeah yeah and nine of them are for getting six of each different type uh, of each of the nine types of tags you can count on that so yeah, yeah so definitely Fifty-four points, which is a lot of points in this game. That's like half of the average score or something around there, is given just to people getting six tech tags of that one particular mm-hmm. tech. And then of the other nine, there are fifteen cards, and it's going to be random which nine, which nine come out. Some of those are still tag based. Some yeah. of those are still are, are still tag based. I would say if, if given my druthers, I think that those nine, the ones that are be the first to build five cities, be the first to get 12 uh, food production, all that sort of stuff. I think that they're actually a little low. I think that the reality is is that those numbers should all be adjusted just up a little bit because it seems to me that some of those become real low-hanging fruit that people are just advantaged toward getting and no one can really compete with them to some degree.
0: Maybe.
2: I mean... I don't know. I don't don't know. It's hard to know. Right. Because I... if I, as the farmer, yes. like I'm assuming, like I should win the farming tags game, right? You should, like, in a sense, like the, uh, that. I have the inside track. Yes, I actually, I actually start with a lead because my leader has One that tag. tag. Kind, yes, and then there's also the cool thing about this game, which is like, which of those seven golden, what are they called? Gold, not Golden, golden ages.
1: ages, the but, nine, the nine golden ages. No, the, the other ones. What are those called? Oh, civilization achievements.
2: Civilization achievements.
1: Or like, adv- advancements.
2: As you play the, as you play the game. Um, looking at those then determines like, oh, well, this is definitely not a farmer game. Yes. Right. Mm-hmm. Or this looks like this is just looking really good for the engineer in the general. Based upon that, you don't you have no ability to make that decision when you first play the game. No. But as you play it more, you're going to look at those, and that's really going to affect. Yeah. And sometimes,
0: like weirdly, I think this is
1: a game I can play the artist in, right? Because because yeah. the advances seem to favor that. Yeah. yeah and,
0: and the text that you get early on also could really sculpt which direction you go down. Like, like I start, that. I might start off with a certain icon, but if the first tech I get actually gives me a double and something else, then I'm actually going down that. <laughs> those enough. are really but cool puzzles. Yes. Yeah,
2: it was. Right. Like, even if you don't kind of like win, it was still your journey on how you figure out that puzzle is very pleasurable. Trey
1: last game could not get a government tag to save his life. (laughs) Really? Like, literally (laughs) couldn't get one. I I was the only person in that game. By the way, weird game. This is not indicative of the way the game is played. One of the actions, one of the eight actions is form a government. I was the only person in the entire game to form a government.
2: It's a good idea. Yeah. You should do it. Yeah, you actually, should in do our it. game, we
0: were, we were the only two. Yeah. Um, no, I, I. I think it's, I, I think love it's
1: underused it. by us. Yes. Is, yes our,
0: we're still our, learning we're, the game. We're yes, still. Yes, definitely I love it. I think. I think I was. I couldn't actually believe how much I loved it. I mean, this is. I guess the week of me being surprised, by games, people but people were surprised that you liked it. Who, I who I was su- saying that? Uh, I think maybe Matt was surprised. I, I could be wrong. You Surprised that this was your kind, or of or maybe game, it was Jordan. I don't know because Matt
1: was surprised that we all loved it. He he literally bought it on a whim, brought it out, and I said I'd like to play that. And at the end of the game, like. I'm buying this tomorrow, and, and that, part of the reason I bought it was that it plays six, and and any game that plays five. And by the way, we should say we played. I've played so far three games of four and one game of five, and I did not notice a difference in the five-player game. I, I, yeah. It's a little more competitive. It's a little more, a little more punchy. I think, but it played at a similar time frame. It was fine at five. It was I think great we're just saying something. Yeah.
0: I think Matt said that, like he, I think Matt had like a a perfectly nice time playing it, but I think that the game session he played, I think there were some AP issues going around the table that kind of like ground the whole game to a halt.
2: Well, I don't don't want to talk about friends of the podcast, so (laughs) we're going to leave that. (laughs) But that's, I think that actually is a good note, which is um, when you've taught us the game, you have encouraged us to treat it as a beer and pretzels game. And to not labor over your decisions, but to kind of keep it snappy.
1: I was table sheriffing the the games that I played to be like, hey, guys, we just got to keep it moving. I know, like, because you can make a lot of your decisions before your turn comes to you. Sometimes the person right before you takes the thing you were going to do. We understand that. But for the most part, you can Mm -hmm. kind of be plotting out or at least figuring out, I'm either going to do this or this. And if you do that, one of those options is going to be there to you
0: yeah and so i think yeah i i loved it I, I i really think it was like one of the best games of last year i was like i couldn't i it wasn't just that like oh this is a good game i was like this, i love this game yeah i might buy it um but i do think it seems like we all really had a, a really really pot you bought it yeah and you, it seems like we all had a really positive experience no with for
2: it. for me i'm you know, And maybe this is just like how like, – i I'm never in a position to say like this was the best game of the year. Right. But I am in a position where like if I look at the games of 2022 and like which one do I want to play again? It's this one. Yeah. Like, so it, like I had been if, – if we had said like what's 2022, I'd say sure. Audubon. But I'm more excited to play Mosaic than – then Autobot. Right. And again, like it could be proved to me that the game is not balanced. Like I don't think this game's ever going to be highly competitive. Right. Maybe it will. Maybe I just um, we're not there yet to know. I'm, I'm saying uh, I little don't know. little
1: little tweaks. This is this is the kind of game that I'm gonna want to probably make little t- now. First of all, let's see what the expansion They're, they have yeah. an expansion that's coming out, I'm hearing pretty soon and maybe that is going to already deal with the, the the little niggles that i have but i think that this is a this is a game that little tweaks can make this game sing and easily address the 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 few things that if that i'm not even going to say they're problems i'm going to say that they just make the game a, a little less Column A and a little more Column B, and yeah. that's not exactly what we're looking for.
0: Yeah, so I mean, the thing that I I haven't thinking about with this game, which is not it's not a criticism because it doesn't take away any, literally takes away nothing from the game. But I have been thinking about the question about like, is this a Civ game? You mm-hmm. know, like is this a Civ game or is this a Civ themed game? You know, right. like because in some ways it feels to me like it feels more just like a Euro game with a with a Civ theme, and I'm. I'm trying to sort of think about what are the things well, that, right. well, that what, we what want. What would you say it's missing then to make it? A I don't know. Game? I, I've, I, that's what I'm trying to kind of like figure it's, out. It's you may, got the map. It.
2: It's got the growth of your right. I don't, so Civ. I It's I got actually, the tech. It's got yeah, but the like, asymmetrical powers. It's well,
0: got- it has all those things. Yes, but you know, I've got a game down there, Gentes, which is excellent civ themed but i would never say it's a civ game
1: is it Gentes or is it gentes <laughs>
0: gentes i oh, <laughs> gentes I, I call it gentes that's okay. that's, that's my art- artistic interpretation claro, that okay, one has yeah. a that one has a map that one has tech that one has progress through time but you play it and you don't feel like you're playing a civ game you feel like you're playing a civ themed game and and again like i'm i'm saying this not with any this is no detraction from, sure. from mosaic but You know, I'm wondering about the things that I because I Nations to me is my favorite Civ game, and that to me feels like a Civ game. And I wonder is it because it's because it actually is long. It does feel like like you feel like you are going through this thing through time. It advances from antiquity to industrial. Oh, no, that's a good point.
2: It's like unlike original Civ, in which a lot of the um, the the technology advancements are gated. Yes. you need to have this before you can get this. You know, and Um, and there's a minor level of gating in that there are prereqs on some cards. It's right, but but it's minor, but it's minor, but that's things like it. it, They've again, like they've kept it snappy. Whereas like the idea of a tech tree comes from this, this civilization tradition. And this is much lighter than that, but all of the tech cards, it's not like we have age two tech cards or age three tech cards like you would in through, through the
0: ages. You don't have a a progression. And, And the thing is with this game is that you can, as long as you have the resources for something, you can't just, you can do it. And so like if you need to build in Greece one turn and build in Spain another turn, you, can. you do it. Yeah. Whereas other games, like you are you're <laughs> emanating out to get, outwards and get over there. And there's like an element, yeah. there's sort of an element of like you start small, but you are actually physically growing and your technologies are building on each other and everything you're doing is building on what came before it. And I wonder if that sort of thematic vibe is what makes me feel more. It
1: could be. I mean, so when we talk Civ, we're actually talking Francis Tresham's civilization, right? And everything kind of comes out of what that game does. And what that game does is almost everything. And it's Western, it is Western Empires. It's basically just a version of that game. Yeah. So you build population. Do we do that in this game? Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes, we do. Does building your population help you build cities? Yes. Yes, it does. Absolutely. Is it abstracted and made very much more simple than it is in those games? 100%, but it definitely is. Then you're going to move your population out and you're going to build cities in other places. Um, Nations doesn't have that. Yeah, Yeah, no map. Right? There's no map.
0: No map whatsoever. This game
1: does have that, but it is abstracted to the point where, and, and this is probably a mark against the Civ game, is that you can build anywhere at any time. And that reduce that that
0: and population is kind of like oh today you can do spend this much food and build population like that right. it has it's like that's what's right. available.
1: What it turns the map into is instead of the map being a geographic puzzle for you to solve with I can go this far and I have to you know and all that sort of stuff, it is no longer that. It's a it smorgasbord. Is, it's a menu of choices. Exactly, <laughs> it's, like right. a, it's yeah. a, like yeah. a bulletin it board.
0: It's a bulletin board. You, yeah. you put things on oh, it. It's a buffet.
1: Yeah. It, is absolutely, so like, it is absolutely a buffet. With some area control. So that is yeah. – correct. So that is different. That's <laughs> that, that that's a mark against the Civ game. And maybe there's a version of this where a little bit of that where, – where you can't just go anywhere or something. Where you have to pay the farther you go, the more territories you skip. Or things like that all of them 100% doable in a, in a, in a version of this game in a, in a minor rule tweak you could get that to happen uh you build your you build, you build your civilizations there's trading cards we don't have any of that in this game but yeah guess what that is a part you, of most civ games that they've got as gotten. i
0: say what do you think are the elements that have to be there in a game for it to go into the category of like oh this is a civ game oh what do you think? Like, I mean, it because we don't. Them. I don't know if. Yeah, but like, we don't necessarily need a map, right? Because through the ages is one of the most beloved Civ games out there, and people would say unquestionably that's a Civ game. I, I play that. I say it's a Civ game, even though oh. there's no map.
2: Yeah, but- it is, but that does make it a little bit less of a Civ game. Okay. Yes. Okay. Like. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. I think that's true. I Asymmetrical mean- powers. Technological growth, generally expansion of your empire, long time frame.
0: I mean, and, in terms this, of like, and by wait, there's the way, this game, this game, we did. Uh, did did you mention joke. that this game only, does not progress in time? Right. It just stays in antiquity, and that's just where it is.
1: Uh, but, which, which civilization does as well, by the way?
0: Oh, okay.
2: Oh, okay. That's
0: yeah, cause, right. Cause I mean, through the ages, and, through the and, ages
2: has these. We're now in age one.
1: You move through time. Yeah, civilization and and nations actually time travel all the way up to the modern to to the modern era Mm -hmm. and stuff like that. But no, uh, civilization, advanced civilization, uh, the highest tech you're 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 making is nothing that they didn't have in the ancient
2: world. It was still it was still all. It's not Sid Meier civilization in which the game ends when you leave (laughs) Earth and colonize another planet.
1: Yeah, so so I so I don't think. Ah, uh, progressing through eras is a is a staple. It is something that some games do, mm-hmm. but many don't. But
2: we do no. have still a representation of major ti- like the time period is still over centuries or something like this. like
1: we're not. I, I would I would argue that that mosaic takes place over at least a thousand years. Right. Yeah. Right. At least a thousand years because we go from. Uh, in our last game, five cities in disparate corners of the Mediterranean to civilizations popping mm-hmm. up all over the place, massive technology, technological. Yeah, we filled out two thirds of the board. Yeah. At that yeah. point. But I, I, would say that I would say that that you have to have it has to be for a great civilization game. It it, it need for me it needs to have a map element. I'm I'm mm-hmm. and I love nations and I love through the ages, but. They're just different. They—they're not the, the reason that we keep looking for a a great civilization game is because as great as those games are, and they are, Vlada freaking crushed it. Um, the, the missing the map is missing an essential piece of that of that puzzle.
0: And and I I sometimes think because I used to actually think about like God, I wish they'd come up with nations like a map expansion where you can actually see the visual manifestation of this society or the civilization you're building. And I think to myself like, wouldn't it like i think the reason why i personally pine for the map is not so much because of for combat because combat's my least favorite part about a civilization right. game you know which is why i, I really like this game because there was very little combat and that's why i like nations so much because it's abstracted but um i like the city builder i like to see the growth of of these civilizations or these cities and i think i don't know if that's being raised amongst video games, about you know growing up with SimCity, where you start small and you get bigger and bigger, and everything interacts with each other, and it gets and and so you see that growth, and that's like extremely exciting to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's funny because Roads and Boats is actually explicitly that Roads and Boats is like a map, and you are building an infrastructure, and it grows and grows and grows. But I was so surprised the first time I saw it referred to as a civilization game because I thought this oh, I didn't think of it as a civilization game, kind of, but it kind is. of. But the
2: scale is pretty small. The scale is pretty well, but it can You have, a, actually, donkey. It it. You like, have a donkey the of buildings.
0: It, it, you if, you have, the donkey, if you have the
1: cetera expansion, you, you have, get you have airplanes. Planes.
0: Yeah. You get the, you get the sense of, but growth. it is
1: it is a weird. It's a it's a weird one.
0: You know, it's because you're not building cities. You're just building. Right. You're just building business. You're building infrastructure, but there's no sense of people there. Scale. Scale. There's, yes. there's there's like no humanity there in a weird way. There's no like. There's no. There's your house.
1: It is all logistics. And that's it. There's it no logistics. cities. There's logistics. no
0: like. This is yeah. how my pop. There's no population that's growing.
1: Yeah, I imagine that all of those things exist, but since they they don't matter toward the production, movement, and refining of goods, they're immaterial. They don't need to be on the map. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah, it's, that's kind of the way that roads and boats
2: plays. So maybe a final thought for me, like, yes, I'm not sure this game is for everyone. This may not be your cup of tea. I think it's just that, you know, for me, speaking for myself here, like Civ games are my cup of tea. And like I look at Western Empires now and I'm like, I don't really want to play that anymore. But there's still so much that I love about it. Yeah. So the the ability to take that and distill it into a really streamlined three-hour experience is fantastic. Yeah. So like this is kind of feels like the game I've been waiting for. So again, may not be everybody's cup of tea. Mm -hmm. It's definitely my cup of tea. I'm, yeah. I'm in a similar boat.
1: I, I, I feel like, for me, I want to play Western or Eastern Empires or Mega Civ once, like once a year or once me- every other year yeah, or once every like three years. Yeah. I still want to do that. I, that's still yeah. a good experience. Um, but my eternal search for the three-hour game that scratches the itch of Civ, this is as close as I've found anything to come to that. And I do believe that that either more play, as we all get more experience at the game, will allay the the few niggles and the few concerns that i have or um very simple house rules very simple adjustments and tweaks maybe the expansion uh we'll be able to come in and make the game even more like what we want to make it i think that the the foundation of the game is so strong that i think it is 100 percent doable
0: yeah i I i thought it was great i loved it uh i really really loved it it might be a top three game from last year i don't know i haven't actually sat down and looked but um uh I don't, I actually don't know if it scratches a three hour Civ game itch because I don't know if I have a three hour Civ game itch. You <laughs> it might be. I think okay, right. that like, I actually think I would like my Civ games to be a little longer because I think that actually the length helps create a, a sense of scope and epicness that feels like it fits with Civic. So a, a, a Civ, a Civ, Civ. Civilization. No name. one's taking Twilight Imperium
2: yeah. away from you,
0: but like you know, Nations. I like that Nations actually is yeah. a, a bit of an investment of time because you feel you're because you're. I'm getting invested in my in my in my. And nations abstracted. is only an hour longer, really. Well, but I tell you, it, I've, I've had a I've number of times of where we've ones. gotten
2: Nations to the table and then we find ourselves at 1.30 in the morning, yeah, and we're not quite there. Like it yeah. has run long on us.
0: I like the. I, I, so I. I don't, it doesn't scratch a three hour retreat because i don't i'm like i don't need a three hour gotcha. i don't think, think i needed a three hour and I, but as a game yeah i think it, of, cho- of interesting choices of fun map play fun card play fun interactions fun engines you can build interesting races um interesting asymmetric powers all that stuff it's sort of a great package clean uh needs player aids but BGG is there to save the day. And yeah. I'm excited to see what the expansion has. I think I think it's wonderful.
1: Uh, ladies and gentlemen, that's kind of a rave from us, actually. That's, 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 that's a rave. Yeah, it
0: really is. A tri-rave.
1: It really is. Um, yeah, worth, worth, worth checking to- out for, for sure mosaic a new what what's the word what's the after the colon
0: a new a new story of civilization civilization. story of civilization a a story of civilization a story of civilization not mosaic and uh
1: ben i must let you know that um cassie who we played dune with yesterday yes uh looks like they went to dim sum breakfast or something and she got a uh fortune cookie and inside the fortune (laughs) cookie she wrote how did the benny jesuit get this prophecy inside the cookie there we go and hers is a cheerful letter or message is on its way to you oh and it looks wow exactly it looks almost exactly like the uh the, the Benny jesuit prophecies that i was handing out in the game
0: see it all comes <laughs> full circle everyone thank you so much for uh for being here today um i'm just trying to find my my the ending spiel etc so uh you have been listening to Game Brain, produced and edited by Matthew Robinson, Tom Donnelly, Trey Alsop, and Ben Mandelker. Special thanks to DataList for our incredible music. More on DataList at GameBrainPod.com. And thanks to Edmar Pelleg for incredible graphics. Be sure to reach him at Instagram uh, at at Kerbaloni or on his website, Kerbaloni.com. You can reach us by email at contact at GameBrainPod.com. Thanks for listening and go play some games with friends or make some friends with games.